Bodo, 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 Bodo. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Fabled Broadcast or on Twitter at The Fabled Tweets. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us at thefabledbroadcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are available. Episode 42. Episode 42, yeah. Sounds I, like we're in a tin can. But yeah, like, I was going to say, hey, I, I sound like I'm talking into a PVC pipe. Yeah, I'm not sure why that is, but hopefully it won't sound like that uh, when we're not recording. Did the last one sound like that? No. Because it sounded like this the whole time. Yeah, I remember that. All right. It might just be something how this is running. Yeah, but. Well, yeah. To do it. But. So here we are. Episode 42. Episode 42. Got Noah with us today. Very special guest Noah Robertson. Woo! Woo! Hi, Noah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, me. So uh, you moved out to California for a little bit. You came back. You you toured with uh, your band, The Browning, right? And Moto Grader. And Moto Grader. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I saw... We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. You just summed up my whole life in three seconds. <laughs> yeah, but no, there's a lot I'm there. Just kidding. There's a lot there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, l- I used to work at Guitar Center with uh, Billy Boy over here. That's yeah. right. Yep. Back on uh, six thirty-five, was that four forty over there? Yeah. What's the name yeah, of that? Is that? Uh, I remember you. Yeah. Coming in all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd get paid and head straight to Guitar Center <laughs> buy something today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a great time. Johnny H days, yeah. So yeah, I I reached about you know the age of uh, twenty seven and started kind of panicking about my music career. You know maybe I should try something else. Yeah, uh, I was in a band here in Dallas for a long time called Surrealism. Surrealism, S-R-L-S-M. yeah. And then I, you guys did uh, um, Trip Fest. Yeah, man, yeah. Trip Fest. I remember playing that. Yeah. I remember playing that Curtain Club. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Trip Fest was awesome. Yeah, it was a yeah. good time. Uh, we had high aspirations. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great idea, like an it art was. show mixed with a concert, you know? Yeah. Like Have psychedelic. Not enough theme. artists submitted, but, you know, yeah. it was cool for what it was. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a good time. And I moved, yeah, I transferred to the Guitar Center in Hollywood mm. on Sunset Strip and yeah. uh, convinced my bandmates to come with me shortly after. And to be honest, it was a fucking nightmare at first because uh, my car broke down the day I got there. Nice. Oh, brutal. <laughs> and I was taking public transportation and trying to work this new job. And yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Cooking. Uh, I lived in a rehearsal space, yeah. uh, showered at the YMCA, cooked food on a George Foreman grill. Jeez. <laughs> it was, I was trying to make it, man. Yeah. Trying to make it the music biz. That's rough, yeah. man. 
Yeah, sometimes you get it was a good time. Yeah, a lot. Of, you, you always hear people that succeed though. They're always, they always have stories like that about you know what they had to go through. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest with you, it was hilarious because the day I got there, I'm unloading the shit in my car, which I I basically took my clothes and my drums. Yeah. The day I got there, I'm unloading my stuff into the rehearsal space. I'm moving in. I'm psyched to be in Hollywood, and uh, it was a literal like turning point in my life where i could have went down a very dark path because this guy comes up to me and tries to get me to like smoke meth with him yeah oh yeah and i'm alone i had to have no friends and obviously i i, I mean i don't smoke meth yeah but uh imagine if that day i was like you know what i think i'll try yeah. <laughs> and then like i would still be in hollywood right now yeah. like under yeah. a bridge you in the what? car yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> i would be living in that car yeah which is the day i experiment yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn over a new leaf. This is going to be a new me. Yeah. It's going to be good. I can quit when I want. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a good fella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, th- another guy lived in the rehearsal space, too. It was called ABC Rehearsal. It's where uh, System of a Down rehearsed and stuff back oh, in the day. Cool. But nice. Chris Holmes, I forgot what band he's from. Striper, Winger, one of those bands. Oh, yeah. Striper, Winger. Uh, what's the like yellow ones? The That's yellow Striper, guys. Okay. yeah. Okay. He like lived in the jam room and was obviously strung out and like every day was trying to sell us his like broke down Trans Am. <laughs> oh, it, was, wow. it was insanity. <laughs> oh wow! But yeah. Uh, but dude, working at that guitar center on Sunset was insane. I bet. Because man. one day, I'm selling like a cowbell to uh, the drummer of Slayer, Dave Lombardo. Yeah. The next day, the guys from Jackass are trying to buy drumsticks from me. <laughs> oh like, wow! Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Wow. Uh, yeah. Antonio okay. Banderas, just like the craziest random customers. Uh, imagine, I mean, they're still stupid and know nothing about the gear, <laughs> yeah. but they're just famous. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Like, yeah. You're getting beat down, as we called it, <laughs> but like by yeah. super famous people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I would like to buy yeah. the cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, how do you say? Oh, which, yeah, by the way, George Lopez, his people from his show came in and bought like all this crazy random Latin percussion, percussion and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I watch the show the next day, and you're like seeing the people on the stage with like, oh yeah, that that woodblock does sound good. I was, I was right. That was a good choice. Hey, hey. Yeah. that's yeah, awesome. Good to see it in, app, in like application. Yeah, right. that's awesome, man. Yeah, that store is like a museum almost. It is. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff there. Mm-hmm. They have a, vin- a huge, crazy vintage area. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did you ever work at Guitar Center or nope. any music store like that? Nope. Okay. Well, you'll. I mean, you'll be able to relate though, Billy, because you worked at Guitar Center for a long time. You mm-hmm. remember how devastating it used to be when like somebody would return something? Oh yeah, as like a sales guy, yeah, like the yeah. whole store, like murmurs would, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, he got an item returned today. He's not in a good mood. Yeah, the managers in there are banging on the keyboard and shit. Okay, <laughs> well, all pissed off. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. uh, you know you're on commission. This. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. You're on commission, so if something gets returned, you're you know you're not happy. Well, I saw the craziest return in my life at Hollywood. Uh-oh. Kurt Hammett bought an eighty-two thousand dollar guitar oh, and then returned it like two days later. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> yeah, yeah and so the sales guy was like super bummed. You know? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Eighty-two thousand dollar deal. That I wonder. He's yeah, like, what's yes, this is my whole year right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the margin on like an eighty-two thousand dollar? Oh my god, knows, Knowing Guitar Center, it's probably like two grand. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that really high end stuff it is like that like there isn't yeah. really much margin in that yeah yeah wow. oh, that sucks yeah it does like really high end recording gear yeah like uh you know like this little preamp here like yeah. it's that's probably like two grand brand new and 
you know, it's maybe like 15% margin in it from like the wow. cost price. Yeah. Yeah. They got to be competitive and well, and it, you know, it costs a lot to make some yeah. of the stuff. And like, if you want to pay money, like it's, you know, it's going to be, uh, with recording preamps and shit, you know, they have to, they build them to order. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be part of it too. So, and they're made in the United States. So you got to pay, um, you know, Sheila, who's been working at the factory for 20 years, she needs a ah, <laughs> yeah. $30 an hour to make oh, it. Oh, Sheila. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so trying to think. Oh, uh, so I got promoted to, like, drum department manager. Mm-hmm. I was kind of managing that drum shop upstairs for a little while, and uh, I kept, like, going on tour and leaving. And yeah. one time I went on tour for two weeks and came back, and they were like, yeah, uh, we're going to transfer you. Yeah. <laughs> so they, like, sent me to, like, Covina. Yeah. Or some other store, and yeah, I eventually uh, ended up moving back to Dallas and yeah. helped start the Browning. So that's how I yeah. got that going. But yeah, it ended up nice. work, it ended up working out mm-hmm. somewhat, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell it, tell us about the Browning. All right, all right. Well, first I brought you guys something. I don't know if you'll partake, but uh-huh. I brought you some. Uh, I don't smoke meth. <laughs> how did you know Damn it. i mean thanks i guess but uh, this is a turning point in your life as well yeah <laughs> we'll see if you go down that dark path no i brought some marijuana edibles oh uh it's just marijuana hard candy oh i i am fine you guys go right ahead right, well we're druggies <laughs> yeah this is from michigan uh my girlfriend oh. my girlfriend helps package this stuff it's like her job is to package marijuana candies it's medical nice my brother, what's a great job? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would just be incredibly stoned the whole time <laughs> and fatter than I already am. <laughs> just eating candy He's all day. Fat stoned idiot. <laughs> what a horrible like yeah. loop to get in. You get high, you get the yeah. munchies, so you start eating. Yeah, you get more yeah, exactly. high, you get more munchies, you oh start eating. You fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. like half open packages, and you're just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what flavor this is, but it is from Michigan. Yeah, Michigan just did recreational, I think. I th- yeah. uh, they're getting there. I, I don't know if it's officially passed, but yeah, they mm. passed something. I think they voted on it, and yeah, it's kind of... I don't know. Because it took Colorado, I think, almost... It was like months before it smells anybody really could just go there and yeah. get it. You know? Okay, so I, was in so- I, was, I played South by Southwest last weekend okay. in Austin, nice. which was insane. Here you go, Billy. And um, with who? What band? Now? I, I'm playing. So right now I'm staying with a guy named Billy Blair, and he is the lead singer and guitar player of a band called Junk, along with Benjamin K. Bachman. But uh, Billy is a pretty well-known art uh, actor. He's okay. in uh, the new Alito Battle Angel movie. He's in the oh, new cool. Rob Zombie movie about to come out. He's in all the Machete movies. He's in a ton of movies, like a million movies, and. Uh, so, so Billy yeah. Blair is uh, a really cool guy. I signed his band Junk to my label, Zombie Shark Records. And uh, when, he, when he heard I was coming into Dallas, he was like, oh, their drummer just passed away, by the way. R.I.P. Boog. His girlfriend pushed him into traffic, apparently. Whoa. What? Uh, yeah, apparently. And so I was like, you know what? I'll stay with you and like I'll play in your band. He looks familiar, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, he's in a ton of movies. And um, so we just went and played South by Southwest. We're hanging out with my brother who is a cop two of my brothers are cops and i ate one of these pieces of candy in front of him and he was like you just committed a felony and i was like oh shit i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no it's just pineapple candy 
By the way, uh, everything I just said is uh, not true. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you're a cop that's listening. To <laughs> I don't so know. If I just made all that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Comedy. Billy's what, done what, a, a ton of crazy stuff. Which one is he? Is he the one that looks on, like on the top devil? row? Uh, yeah, he's the scary looking one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got a, Billy Blair. Yeah. Look him up. IMDb. He's in the yeah the Machete movies and uh, he's a star. You know he has a new movie out El right Paso, now, Texas, called Cherokee Creek, that he yeah. uh, helped produce and he stars in. And it's about Bigfoot basically crashing a bachelor party in the woods. It's pretty <laughs> insane. That yeah. sounds pretty awesome. Is it, was, it supposed to be scary or is it like it a, was? It's like a horror comedy. It was, oh yeah. But it was banned from Amazon for a while and. Yeah. Oh wow. But uh, yeah, Cherokee Creek, good good flick. That's funny. Oh Billy Blair, didn't you work on a movie? Uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't know what you do. What'd you you do on it? Okay. So I was trying to get into the movie biz while I was in Hollywood a little bit uh, recently. And I I was trying to get hired to work on films, anything I could, even production assistant, which you're basically fetching coffee and giving the actors food. You do whatever they tell you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hit up this guy on uh, Craigslist and I was like, Hey, I want to work for your movie. Like I see you're making a movie and you need people. And he basically was like, you have no experience, you know, like you, you have nothing to do with movies. And I was like, it was that catch 22 thing. Yeah. You know? So what I did was I was like, okay, motherfucker. I went and bought all these books on how to make movies. And I've read all this stuff. I watched documentaries and I, so I made my own like short film and now it's crappy, but the fact that I went and wrote a script and then yeah. shot it, bought cameras, bought lighting, bought sound equipment, and I made this little shitty short film. And I came back to him like a couple weeks later and I was like, hey, this is all I've done since I hit you up. And he was like, you know what? <laughs> I like your gusto, kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, there you go. yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. You got like, moxie, you know? Yeah, yeah. You shoot from the hip. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they hired me as a production assistant on this Hollywood uh, nice. short film called Sister Mercy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I got my first IMDb credit. I'm right. official on there. All right. So then after they added me on IMDb for being production assistant on that film, I added my shitty short film on there. <laughs> so yeah, it's called Shower Sharks. And it Shower is, Sharks. And when I say it's horrible, it's 10 minutes long and you'll never get that 10 minutes of your life back. That's all right. But is it on this uh It was IMDb? just it's kind of like getting it's my getting your feet wet. Like, can I write a script and make it become a reality? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Shower sharks. And it is as dumb as you. Oh, Shajarks. That's not a word. Yeah, Shajarks. Those are scary. Sharks. <laughs> sharks. Shower sharks. I don't know why it's not coming up. This is BS. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 2018 short Oh, yeah. Film. I remember seeing this. Uh... <clears throat> This poster on your Facebook and stuff. I mean, there's some good moments, but you know, it's, it looks awesome. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's about uh, sharks that come up the shower, shower drain, drain, and try to attack you, which is every kid's nightmare growing up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I have a crazy, insane shark obsession. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did so, that come from? You know. <laughs> Uh, actually, that's part of my stand-up bit. Is oh, yeah. every person asking me, "What do you like, sharks?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Did yeah, I? no, 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 not at all. <laughs> no, you didn't. But everyone asked me. Yeah. When I first started stand-up, one of the first jokes I wrote, and this is horrible. I retired this, obviously, mm-hmm. but I just had to get some kind of material and go to open mics. So I was like, "Yeah, people are always asking me, what do you like, sharks, so much?'" And I'm like. 
<laughs> I kind of thought it was self-explanatory. Sharks are badass. It's not like I'm called Noah Duckbill Platypus Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. And people are looking at me like, what the? Uh, what a dumbass. <laughs> Duckbill Platypus. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, awesome. I don't know. I just like sharks. I, they they never stop moving, and they're, yeah. they're nature's most advanced killing machine. Uh, Perfectly, they're just, they're just badass. Evolved. Yeah, yeah. I just always liked them, and I like Jaws, and I like I like. So my love of horror and comedy kind of led me to like this place where I became obsessed with shitty shark movies because yeah. you know there's 50 million of them. Yeah, yeah. Sharknado. Yeah, and yeah. fucking everything. Uh-huh. So I wanted to be a part of that lore. Um, and the guy that hired me to be production assistant on his film, Sister Mercy, he's the guy that edited Sharknado. Oh, so wow. yeah. Right. There you go. Oh, and I have a big announcement to make uh-huh. <laughs> to all you shark movie lovers out there. Oh, you know, oh, you know, shit. you guys know who Tommy Wiseau is? Yeah. He made he's the room, the, the room. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what's the room? What's the room? The room is like the best worst movie ever made. James Franco did like, a. Uh, what was that movie called? The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist, yeah. Uh, Tommy Wiseau it was based is, on him. Tommy oh, okay, Wiseau is okay. pretty much famous for making the worst movie ever made that's so bad it's insanely good. And like there's a whole <laughs> huge cult following for it. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Tommy Wiseau has announced his new movie called Big Shark. <laughs> nice. Uh-oh. Yeah. So Uh-oh. I wonder what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I you know what? Oh, you're gonna have to watch the trailer to get clued in on. <laughs> Has he released a trailer? Uh, there is a trailer. Oh yes. wow! There is a big shark trailer, and so I emailed him, mm-hmm. of course, and I'm like, "Hey man, uh, <laughs> I've I produce and starred Shower Sharks. <laughs> yeah, I, I why love, not? You know, I'm yeah. a comedian. I try, I'm a trying to be a movie maker, and uh, you should hire me to to work on your film, Big Shark. And mm-hmm. yeah, he he never responded, so. He probably why. doesn't have an email address he's or a, an email. He's he's probably thinking big shards will never fit in a drain. <laughs> what <Yeah>. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It's he's intimidated. He saw he yeah, went and watched Shower go. Sharks. Yeah, he's like, I, you know I, what? I, yes, absolutely. I can't have this talent on my set. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just this yeah, star will completely outshine me the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> the whole point of Shower Sharks was. Like, a lot of people didn't get it. Like, they thought I was being completely serious. The whole point was to make a shitty movie. And what I did was I pushed it as hard as I could. Like, it was, like, a good thing. Yeah. So, like, all these horror sites and comedy sites started posting, like, badass reviews about it. Like, the guy who made Snow Sharks released a little thing saying it was, like, Alfred Hitchcock meets Jaws or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, Psycho meets Jaws. (laughs) Like, all these sites started posting about it because I was, like, sending press releases out like it was some badass new (laughs) hit shark movie. But yeah, that was that oh, was kind yeah. of the whole point is try, taking it too serious. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, anyway, sure. people watch it. So, so back to the weed candy. Oh yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of this new phenomenon that's sweeping the internet? It's called ASMR. Nope. ASMR. There's entire sites dedicated to it. It's a it's literal like super viral movement that people are partaking in. It's autonomous sensory meridian response. It's the pleasant physical or emotional feeling triggered most often by soft sounds such as vocal oh, yes. fry, oh, rustling yeah. leaves, crinkling paper, or scratching skin. Yeah, and like the uh, the people that like will cut the soap and yeah. you know, down the soap, you see that? Yeah, cuts into like exactly. little squares. Yes. So that there's like, like shock I was, uh, or they'll just whisper. Yeah, just, exactly. And it's real close or if steams real close. Hey, keep yeah. doing that. 
Keep doing it. Yes. Legends Whisper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop, 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 stop. They're microphones. They've got, I've seen some that have like microphones that are shaped like heads. And like the microphones are like ears and like it's, it's stereo. Yeah. It's called a a binaural mic. Yeah. Like a, uh, the mics simulate the human ear. Yeah. So when you put on like headphones, yeah, there you go. There Mm -hmm. you go. When you put on headphones, like you can hear it and they'll like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That is yeah, that right there. Little, little so, yeah, it, there's yeah. all these crazy nerds out there watching people like just eat a plate of nachos or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, I want I want your uh, fans. What's your podcast called, by the way? The Fabled Broadcast. Sorry, the Fabled okay. Broadcast. Yeah. Fans of the Fabled Broadcast, I want to uh, let you experience some AM. What was it? <laughs> AMSR A-M-S- sounds. AMSR. ASMR. The this is the soothing sounds of. yeah. Hard marijuana candy. <laughs> that was a good one. Mm. <laughs> That's tasty. <laughs> uh, that was That's a good one. Awesome. That was a good one. What flavor is this, by the way? Uh, I can't tell. I think it's vanilla or something. Sativa. But the last pack I ate was Mountain Dew, and it was pretty rad. I once got some. Uh, uh, when I used to use this e-cigarette when I was trying to quit smoking, I, um, I had a friend who was trying at the same time we we would go we bought our uh we went to this vape store and bought them because we were both going to quit together and uh and he bought a red bull flavored one. Oh wow and he was like yeah it was great for the first two or three days but you know when you wake up in the morning and you want a cigarette and then the first thing you do is just take a drag of like red bull vapor oh, <laughs> totally. yeah, no. you get so sick of it so fast no. and so he was like i can't i can't use any more of that and he gave it to me and i was like i think i could probably try that and yeah the same thing after like two wow. days i was like okay that yeah, flavor no. just like all day uh, smoking just, has just gone crazy with like like vaping Dude. and and like the guys who like to blow like like the big old dragon fucking yeah yeah things like and well not only that but even like smoking weed there's all there's like you know, oh wax and all, all this, man. Just but <clears throat> break up the weed, roll it up in a joint, put it in your pipe, and fucking smoke it. Like what? It, don't Hold make, up. don't complicate it. Okay, you know, like I don't, I don't get why there has to be like wax and like extract. And, Have you seen this shit, dude? Uh, no, what the fuck? Why is Maybe it's because I've never, you know, smoked the wax or sure. you know, like tried that. This is why I don't understand it. But so there's like people are taking, oh god, vape wedding, wedding pictures now. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude. Look at that kid just standing there like, what a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> that That's, is crazy. Yeah. Vape weddings. What? Everyone's vaping at the wedding. They're like the competitions. Band. They're vape wow. competitions. Yeah. Dude, that reminds me, I, I did an entire tour of Europe. I played Italy, Russia. I mean, not Russia. Italy, France, Germany, UK. And uh, over in Europe, like, they love smoking. Like, everybody yeah. smokes with like constantly there's a cigarette machine every five feet (laughs) and i passed by this photoshop that was advertising like that they do wedding photos and the people in the wedding photos were like smoking cigarettes like the bride and groom were just chilling in the photo like with a huge cigarette in their mouth that's crazy yeah you have no idea how relevant what you're talking about to to my life is right now because i've been smoking since i was about 18 years old yeah and today 
for the 50th time in my life, I decided, you know what? I'm yeah. done with cigarettes. Yeah. I literally went to the 7-Eleven and bought the new Jewel. Mm-hmm. That's all the rave. All and I was rave. like, you know what? I'm never buying cigarettes again. Yeah. And so I bought this Jewel, and I've been puffing on it a little bit today. Yeah. I've been doing good. And mm-hmm. then I showed up to your podcast uh, like about 30 minutes to an hour early. Yeah. I oh, messaged man. Billy. Yeah. And Billy was like, oh, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'll be I was there. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, eh, I'll just leave and I'll go uh, to the gas station. I need to put gas in my car anyway. I bought a pack of cigarettes. Oh, yeah, oh, it's no, hard. Out dude. of habit. I know. I just was like, yeah, I need 10 bucks on pump two and I'll take a pack of. And then I'm walking out of the store with cigarettes on my hand like, shit, well, now I got to smoke them. <laughs> we don't want them to go to waste. Well, I can't yeah. return them. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm going to publicly shame myself right dude, now. Dude, I started eating these things. Which, I mean, you, you do kind of get addicted to these. Is that like a nicotine candy or something? Lozenge. Lozenge. Yeah. Nicotine They're like lozenge. little itty-bitty lozenges, like the size of, they look like Jesus. little Xanax footballs. But, uh, like, they're, uh, they're, it's just mint. I think there's a, maybe a cinnamon one, too. But Brutal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not the same as smoking, but you could kind of, because you get a little bit of a buzz off of them. So, wow. if you have, um, you know, if you're having a craving, you just pop one in your mouth, and after about two or three minutes you kind of forgot about it i like how we're sucking on marijuana candy i'm uh smoking a, an electronic cigarette you've got i have one of those you have nicotine my, lozenges i got over one there. in my cheek you're right drinking now. some kind of weird hemp i know beer I, yeah and then blake over here is like what, what's going on with you what are you drinking protein well i can't you I healthy mother straight from the gym yeah here yeah, that's yeah. it. Blake's a he's a maniac. You you came straight from the gym. Yeah. Meanwhile, I went around the corner while waiting for you guys and ate like a Wendy's cheeseburger <laughs> and bought a pack of cigarettes. You bought a pack of it. cigarettes you didn't want. And I smoked a cigarette uh, sadly in my car. Your brain bought a pack of cigarettes and just yeah, you were just <laughs> flying on autopilot. Oh yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Is this an intervention? This <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've been you planning this, we've been planning this for months. <laughs> you started. This is my own intervention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can be. I don't want to call yeah. you a piece of shit, but yeah. cigarettes are bad. Okay. All right, you're right. <laughs> I need to quit. Yeah. Damn it. It's hard, man. It's very hard. It is, it is hard. I was fortunate. I used to smoke. I smoked from. Oh shit. Uh, about um, 11 or 12, I'd steal cigarettes from the local convenience store. Mm-hmm. And a pack would last me and my friends like a week. Yeah. You know, and it slowly got more and more and more until I was up to a pack a day. Yeah. And my grandfather, um, he lived to like 93 and he quit smoking when he was 21. Yeah. Because it cost so much. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I always told myself I'd quit at 21. I totally thought you were going to say he I quit did. when he was like 90. Nope. Oh yeah, okay. no. He 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 quit at twenty one. Okay, well yeah. I'm screwed. So <laughs> I know. Me too. So, so that's what I did. I had a goal in mind before I, I I started quitting. Yeah. So maybe that's you know it's like okay this is my goal this I you know when I hit thirty or when I hit twenty five or when I hit you know this age or yeah. you know I I'm I'm not gonna smoke more than a pack a day. Yeah. And then when I hit this point in time, you know. Let's yeah, go. I was yeah. I was 21, and it was it was actually a New Year's resolution. Yeah, it was one That's of the only good. ones I've ever kept. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, I've gone through all kinds of different phases with cigarettes. Like I, I, uh, I started like any teenager because uh, I thought it was cool and oh yeah, like, uh, and like I would, you, know, you could steal them and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And I was just really rebellious and and then 
you know, after I got out of college, I didn't really enjoy it anymore. So I tried uh, to, I quit for a long time. Like when yeah. I, when I moved from Mississippi to here, uh, I had quit before I moved. So when I got here and I made some friends here and then I just randomly started smoking again, they mm. didn't know I was a smoker previously. So they were just like, you're like 24 and you're just now starting to smoke cigarettes. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 like I, you guys met me when I was in a period of not smoking. And then you met uh, me at a weird time in my life. Yeah. And then like I didn't like it for a long time. And I was like, oh, I got to fucking quit because I don't like it. And then and then I started enjoying it again. And that's the hardest yeah, part about quitting good. for me is like I like it. I like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. The hardest part for me is at playing shows, going on tour. Oh, yeah. Being in stressful Absolutely. situations, being in bars. Yeah, yeah, it's just hard. You just yeah, gotta, absolutely. You got to change everything about your lifestyle, kind of, because yeah. you got to do something to take your mind off. Then you'll of start it. replacing it with like other shit, you know. Like you try to quit, and then all of a sudden you're an alcoholic. Yeah, or, exactly. or like you're you're scarfing down fast food or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you have to realize <clears throat> when you smoke and why you smoke it. Yeah, like I used to wake up and have a cigarette. And then, you know, after I'd smoke a bowl, I'd have a cigarette. Yeah. You know, after I'd swim, I'd yep. have a cigarette. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'd have Everything a cigarette a right before I went to bed, right, right before I went to sleep. Yeah. Well, you I just know, smoked a cigarette. A I better smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So <laughs> anytime you get in a car, that used to be my thing. Yeah, yeah. Like anytime you get in a totally car, you're go. just like, and even if you're just getting out for a second. And you're getting right. back in, you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll just make another one. A lot of my thing, too, is like while I was quitting, um, I, I'm a stubborn motherfucker. And I had a couple of people say, dude, you're not going to quit. I mean, you say you're going to quit. I was like, oh, I'll fucking show you. I'll asshole. Show you. Yeah. <clears throat> so I quit. <clears throat> and then also, like I was using the patch and like having the patch on me, like it, it was I started with the big one and apparently that was too much and I didn't like the way it made me feel. Yes. And so I, I really felt like I, I took that off and I it was, went like a day or day and a half without and I was fiending. I was like, man, this thing, this has fucking control over me. Yeah. You know, I'm a bit of a control freak. Yeah. So like I, I was like, well, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in control of this motherfucker, yeah. not you. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. that's what helped me. But, you know, yep. um, I, I smoke would. 12 packs of cigarettes every day. <laughs> My friends call me Red. <laughs> Marble Red. Yeah. That's going to be my voice in 20 years. Yeah. Don't smoke, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's seriously uh, incredibly difficult to quit. It really is. It really is. And, and I quit, you know, 16 years ago. Yeah. You know, uh, I can only imagine... Yeah, continually smoking through those 16 years and then trying to quit. Yeah. I just, uh, well, you just grow so accustomed to it. And then, yeah, absolutely. And then, like I said, you start enjoying it and you're like, well, I yeah. just like it now. So I don't want to quit something I enjoy. And the older you get, the harder it is to quit things that you like that make you feel good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, cigarettes always tasted amazing after like you go swimming Yeah. or after uh, you smoke weed or it, a big meal or a big meal. Yeah. After oh. sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. That's only in movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, don't smoke these delicious cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> no more tears. Cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Um, that was my childhood shampoo, dude. 
<laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. We had a Johnson Johnson factory in the town I grew up in. Little known fact. A Johnson and Johnson sure you guys are factory. wondering about that. Yeah. Wow. It, it had a cool name that was called Ethicon. Ethicon? Ethicon, yeah. Bro. Sounds like a transformer. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ethicon. Ethicon, the moral transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Walks around like fucking Play-Doh or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Judging people. Yeah, exactly. Such a retarded con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us about the tour. What band was that with? Uh, that was with the Browning. <clears throat> um, so I was in Hollywood, and like my bandmates, I've, I've always been super gung ho. Like no matter what band I was in, I was always kind of like the the craziest one. Like I'll sleep behind a dumpster. I'll <laughs> live. I'll live in my car. Like I'll quit every job I have. I don't care. I'm, I'm in it to win it. And uh, the guys that went out to Hollywood with me from Surrealism, like they were passionate about music, but they just, they kind of got sick of that lifestyle. In Hollywood, it was rough, man. We were living in a jam space and like um, they just kind of got sick of it and wanted more of a normal life. So they kind of quit. And so I was uh, working at Guitar Center. Every time a manager wasn't looking, I'm on the computer looking for a new gig, you know? And I found this guy, Johnny McBee. in Dallas, Texas. He was from Missouri, but he moved to Dallas to try to find musicians for his project, The Browning. I saw his Craigslist ad, and I was like, hey, I'm a drummer. I'm thinking about coming back to Dallas. I wasn't, but I just said that. And uh, yeah. he was like, yeah, I want you. He was in, at the time, he had just sang for a band called As Blood Runs Black. And um, so I was like, cool, this might be my ticket. And uh, I went back to Dallas, and uh, I, me and him and the guitar player from Surrealism uh, helped him complete his vision of this band called the browning which was like edm dance music techno mixed with death metal and hardcore and uh it just kind of took off it blew up and we record we recorded an album and booked this tour ourselves we were our first tour was in a fucking like toyota corolla with a u-haul trailer we're like sleeping sitting down (laughs) and uh yeah Yeah. just we booked it ourselves and uh it started taking off it was the myspace days so yeah. like one of our songs got like 500,000 plays on MySpace and uh so we were getting a little bit of attention and then in the middle of that tour we got a call from a record label Eric Records and they were like we heard your stuff we really want to sign you and it just blew up from there. Yeah. We started taking off, we got a record deal and we started touring everywhere. They put us on tour with uh Fear Factory and Static X and all these bands that I grew up worshiping and it was like it was a dream come true. That's cool, yeah. man. It was a huge dream That's come really true. Cool. But um it was the moment that I learned like what it means to have even just a little success um yeah. people start talking shit about you on the internet yeah, and, oh, yeah. it was oh, when yeah. i first came yeah. in the contract yeah <laughs> i go on youtube and i'm like oh shit our you know our video has millions of plays and i start reading the comments and they're just like oh, no the most random <laughs> stuff, like 500 people calling me cousin it because my hair is <laughs> covering my face cousin it drummer really, you know. yeah. he's trying to hide his ugly face behind his hair <laughs> Just yeah, this is the worst music I've ever heard. And yeah, like, when I was in a local band and I, and uh, just kind of doing our thing, you know, 
um, we didn't really have to contend with that. It's yeah. all just your friends and family telling yeah. you you're awesome. Right, right. Now this is like people telling you that you should go kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> but the Browning was crazy. Yeah, we got, and then I got to go overseas and tour Europe, and that was absolutely insane. That's that was cool. That was really the moment I felt like I truly made it because we're yeah. playing the huge sold out crowds every night and we're in a double decker bus and there's a crew carrying our gear and uh the catering every night is like literal sil silver platters like you see in the movies yeah. like it was just nuts yeah wow. a very surreal experience and that band's still together and touring and uh touring europe all the time and doing crazy stuff but i just me and uh me and the band just had a difference of opinion so yeah. to speak and, yeah. I, and i had to leave that project so. yeah yeah happens yep so <clears throat> I tried to go back to Guitar Center for a little while in mm -hmm. Kansas City. Yeah. And I ended up uh, getting pretty much fired for some bullshit. Yeah. Some massive, massive bullshit. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, they did one of those little sales contests yeah. where, like, they had an incentive. Like, if you sell, like, this many of this item or whatever, uh, you, you can win a $500 gift card. Mm -hmm. And all I was trying to do is really – I really wanted that gift card because yeah. I was going to use it to, like – buy a shitty used car or something it was a visa and uh so i could get to freaking work yeah and uh <laughs> i found like this loophole in their contest yeah and i brought it up to the manager i'm like hey there's a loophole in this contest if i just do this i can probably win and uh he was like uh, uh, not he but well i won't say who it is yeah yeah one of the managers <laughs> was like yeah i don't see any reason why he couldn't do that yeah and so i did it and i won or i was gonna win and then they one day they waited you know how um Sometimes they think you're going to be like disgruntled or something. Oh yeah, or, you know what I mean. Oh, they yeah, wait till, till the like end a of the okay. No, okay. They waited. They knew I was about to make a huge sale, right? Uh -huh. So they waited till the very moment after I sold like this six six thousand dollar guitar. It was like this shitty slash Guns N' Roses guitar that no one wanted. Yeah, yeah. I like had to blow the dust off of it just to sell it. Yeah. The, the moment I sold it, they called me into the office and they're like, well, it "Looks here." Uh, like you've been uh, blah blah blah, and that manager was standing right there, and I yeah. looked him in his eye, and I just gave him this look that w basically said, "I'm not gonna roll you under the bus, yeah. but you know what you did, yeah, you yeah, idiot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was acting like I was such a horrible piece of shit. I wanted to be like, "Well, he told me I could do it." Yeah, I would like, throw him under the bus. Yeah, they, I, but I, I didn't want to throw him under the yeah. bus. I didn't want to fuck with his career. He was way higher up than me. I'm just a peon sales yeah. guy. What one thing that I've learned, like in my professional career paper trails yeah oh, yeah paper trails uh, you know should write them in a text message shoot them an email cc your your boss yeah, to totally. who you know so so everybody knows what's going on yeah you know i i've been thrown under the under the bus too many times for that you know i mean it, it hasn't been anything huge or anything yeah. you know yeah. but like i've just been thrown under the bus by you know um uh, man certain managers and um accounts and yeah. i i didn't have any leg to stand on because i didn't have a paper trail yeah yeah you know, so it's, it's just like, your word against there okay i'll just make sure this doesn't happen again yeah you know yeah. and sign the ride up and move on well just some yeah. dumb yeah. little contest and like you know i just in passing was like well hey somebody could just do this and win and they were like well i mean it doesn't say in the rule you know yeah it was so dumb they were treating me like i was a freaking criminal like i was a thief or yeah something, you know like some like, master okay, fraudster or something whatever <laughs> yeah so he's I like up, he's dangerous he can't be yeah, around yeah, any yeah. of these yeah. contests ever again yeah he's a mastermind Jesus. and like all i did was like get my girlfriend to come into the store a few times and buy like energy drinks from me 
because yeah. like it was this thing where it was like a basket item thing where like the more tick items you got yeah. so i would have her come in and, and uh buy like a few energy drinks uh like single guitar strings it was like oh yeah but it was legit because yeah it's somebody coming in buying stuff from me right but they were like who's this they they read her name and yeah. they were like who's you know blah 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 and yeah. i was like that's my girlfriend and they were like well it looks like you've been coaxing her into the store <laughs> like, okay yeah you're having a contest yeah exactly. yeah it's yeah, so yeah. stupid how am i the only person that thought of this yeah, i know yeah, I'll that, just get that, my friends to come in and buy That's them looking for a reason yeah. to get rid of you. Like, for whatever, like, someone had a vendetta I'm pushing or sales. Yeah, and yeah. see, and that's the other thing, too. It's not like, you know, you were giving the shit away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it it, it helped I don't know. the store. They yeah. saw it as, like, sinister, so. Yeah. Uh, I ended up getting a job at Fucking School of Rock. Hell yeah. And that was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Hell School yeah. of Rock was, because I was literally Jack Black. Yeah, <laughs> like when I got that job, That's I was cool. a deadbeat musician trying to make it in rock and roll, and then I found School of Rock, and yeah. I the the kids loved me, and I, you know, because I'm a big goofball, I act like an idiot, and um, yeah. so that was a great gig. Yeah, School yeah. of Rock was awesome. One of my accounts, uh, twice a year, they do a big School of Rock show, and uh, it's not a big beer selling day. So uh, the first two times, I kept thinking to myself, like, whoa. I'm not gonna send them any beer this week. They're not gonna. They're not gonna make. Then it dawned on me we've got root beer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The first night, (laughs) I was like, "Listen, okay. Here's what you're gonna do. You're you're only gonna sell this at the bar. Okay. Don't let the waitresses do it. Make the kids come up to the bar. Yeah. And you're gonna go through at least six cases in one (laughs) night. And they're like, "No, no, 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 no. We only want to order two, just to play." So I was like, "Okay." I got a call that next day. We went through those two cases in an hour. How'd you know? I was like, those kids want to feel cool, man. Yeah, exactly. They feel like rock stars, you know? Going and, up the bar or exactly, root beer. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I said, I said, you know, um, next week when they're here, let's mm-hmm. let's order six, eight cases. And I'll tell you what, put it in a frosty mug. Yeah. See if that helps. They didn't They didn't go for the frosty mug. They like carrying around the bottle. It makes, makes oh, them feel yeah. cool, man. Oh, they're yeah. All the, all the kids just want to feel cool. They don't even like the root beer, probably. Yeah. That's it. And the next time it came around, I was like, all right, all you got to do is buy some vanilla ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. Yeah. They're like, well, I don't know about that. I was like, listen, what are you selling these for? They told me that. I was like, upcharge it a buck 50. (laughs) Put a scoop of ice cream in there. Yeah. Plop. Boom. (laughs) And then you just see their eyes get big like you're a fucking genius. Like, no, man, I'm just trying to sell beer. Root beer. beer." (laughs) Root beer. Fuck it. Was it St. Arnold's? <clears throat> Hell yeah, it yeah, was. They make good root beer. Man, uh, we used to carry uh, Thomas Kemper. Yeah. Um, they had a cherry cola that was awesome. They had a, a vanilla cream soda and then like a root beer. And ah. it put everything to shame. Yeah. Are you it talking was... about like just straight up regular root beer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Some of the breweries make root beer. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. had that not your dad's root beer or whatever? Yeah, the alcoholic. I haven't yeah, tried yeah. it. Stuff's yeah. really good. It is it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love root beer. The yeah. alcoholic root beer has a weird kind of taste. It's good, but it has like a weird kind yeah, of taste to same. it. It's yeah. not the same. But uh, the alcohol does something weird when it's with the yeah. sugar. It yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, sounds like a bad hangover too. You know, you yeah. drink a bunch of those. Wake up <laughs> after that sugar high, and then you're all drunk. And you wake <laughs> up the next day. Uh, nah. Yeah, it's, it's a total opening for like douchebaggery too. Like, what are you drinking there? Root beer? <laughs> this ain't your dad's root beer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. It was It's not your dad's, and then best damn. This ain't your grandma's root beer. Yeah, this is the best damn root beer. I'll tell you what. Yeah, this is root beer for a man. But St. Arnold's root beer is legit. It is really good, yeah. It is legit, mm-hmm. you know. I would I would definitely suggest trying that. Yeah. We, we have we offer it on draft too. Yeah, it's at uh, a some uh, a East Side in Denton, I think. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come wheeze the juice. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody you know that reference? Anyone? Yes. <laughs> All right. I yes. Know. Uh, what's up, bro? Biodome. Biodome. Yeah. No way. Encino yeah. no, no, Man. Encino Man. Encino right. Man. Okay. Sorry. Wheeze the juice. <laughs> Nobody ever knows what weasel. The weasel. The weasel's gone. He's faded into obscurity. Yeah. Which, by the way, R.I.P. Uh, Mitzi Shore. Yeah, no kidding. His mom. Yeah. Legendary uh, figure in comedy. She yeah. passed away recently. She owned uh, the comedy store. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She owned the comedy store. Yeah. And, uh, the weasel man. Yeah. The weasel. That's got to be crazy to be that famous, and then, you know, just kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was. Off. He was kind of off. You know, yeah. regardless, he just got too famous too fast. Yeah. Oh, too yeah. many chicks, too many drugs. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. and it was like oh, famous for anybody. something kind of gimmicky too. Like oh, that, that was really big in the nineties. Like if you had a catchphrase or like a, a character that you played, you yeah. Know? It's like yeah, yeah. He was he just got he typecast himself into the the weasel thing. You know, it was like well, if we need somebody like that, then you know you're in. Yeah. All those movies have been yeah. Written. Paulie Shore <laughs> did a um uh did a show or a podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah. And he talks a lot that. about that. Yeah. Uh, Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the thing I like about podcasts is uh, you never know what you're going to talk about. We went from cigarettes yeah. to Polly Shore. I know. Yeah. 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 And next, yeah. next uh, we just, know. that. I think well, that's, what's great about our podcast is like, we're literally just sitting in the living room. Bullshitting. Riffing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, it's like we're technically a music podcast, I guess, because it's just because we we're talk musicians, a lot about music and we yeah. talk a lot about music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, that we don't try to limit it to that at all. No. So. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say they like our podcast because it's like they're just hanging, hanging out with out. us. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I've got a friend who uh, was in the military and uh, he, he said the same thing. Like, I haven't seen him since we graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was saying the same thing. He's he's like, I like listening to it because it's like I'm sitting in the room with y'all, yeah. just kicking. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I watch. A lot, I've been obsessing about a lot of different podcasts. Obviously, yeah. Joe Rogan and yeah. Joey Diaz, uh, yeah. Bobby Lee, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bert Bert Kreischer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I listen to all of them. Tiger Lily, T- Tommy Buns. Yeah, oh yeah, your mom's house. Yeah, your mom's house. Yeah. Which I, I was awesome, by the way, when they played your song. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. There. That, that was, was insane. Cool. That was legit. That was Billy and Drew. Yeah, yeah Billy and Drew. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was cool when they played your song on the your mom's house podcast. Was, but yeah, when I'm watching them, yeah, you feel like you're just there chilling with them, and it's, yeah, it's a good feeling. You're not I, so lonely. <laughs> speaking of your mom's house, <laughs> I found nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's I, mom? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, uh, I found my new role model. Oh, what's that? Hardcore Nick. Hardcore Nick. Who's uh, Hardcore Nick? Hardcore Nick pull is him the up. dude. Just don't even say anything. Just pull him up. Just pull up a picture yeah, of Hardcore Nick. They've been doing Nick. a lot of stuff on I'm, uh, your mom's house about him. Uh, I just, I want to be this guy. It's Hard Rock Nick. Hard Rock Nick. Hard Rock Nick. I guess I should get his name right if I'm going to model myself after him. Same difference. 
I don't know why our search engine keeps going to Bing. That's I, I didn't know. set it up like Let's that. Let's go to images. Hardcore Nick is the wish.com version of, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of Hard Rock Nick. Oh, no. Uh, he's not even him. Yeah, it's not uh, even him. Yeah, yeah well, Google, Google Just, doesn't acknowledge he's real. There you go. That's him right there. Hard Rock Nick. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is your role model? Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Um, yes. He is an interesting cat. That's an interesting role model you've got there. Uh, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, your mom's house has been uh, making a big look a at big, that guy. A big deal about him. Look, look at that care he puts into his beard. So, <laughs> and yeah. I, okay, so I know nothing about this guy. Obviously, I've yeah. never heard of him. I'm gonna just go out on a limb and tell me if I'm correct. Look at those eyes. Okay. He, se- he seems like a character that is on the show and thinks he's a total badass, and they kind of like and ind- let him indulge in this. Yeah. But he's really just kind of like crazy. He's well, not they, even on the show. No, he's he's never been on the show. Oh, he's never been yeah, on the show. Yeah, never been on the they show. They just found him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the genie. Yeah, so th- so they the just kind of found this, and okay. uh, he posts like the most ridiculous videos talking he's, about his uh, net worth and stuff. And okay, yeah, none of the numbers. So he right. thinks oh. he's a shizzle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's right. he's that total douchebag that's like, you know. I don't know why girls won't go out with me because the only reason why girls won't go out with me is because they're hating cunts. You know, they don't like, uh, apparently, they don't like smart, big dick, pussy eating motherfuckers that drive custom trucks and have a a net worth of $35 million. That's that's for real. Google that shit. Yeah. He's he's one of those guys. Okay. You know? Yeah, he's he's a. Obviously, don't like good looking guys like me. Yeah. He's a borderline incel. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, he does it to it. No, it's not involuntary. He completely does it to <laughs> no, himself. No, yeah, you're right. You're he right. completely does it. <laughs> trying to find a picture like somebody completely does it to himself to... because. But he doesn't know he does, you know. And what they were saying uh, <laughs> on the on the show is like, this has got to be a character. This has got to be a character. No one's really like this. Okay, yeah. dude. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got that vibe just from looking at him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I think somebody... somebody had, <laughs> That's awesome. One, yes. Somebody had found something about him, and you know, obviously, oh, Hard Rock Nick yes. is not his name. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they don't like to see you ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. That's in one of his videos. He says... Uh, they don't like to see you ball. When he's talking about women and talking about... Uh, how he can't find like a girl that yeah. like him because you know what it is about fucking women? They don't like to see you ball. Yeah. And he's, he's Pretty one of those talking guys about, like they don't like uh, you to look prettier than them is what he's saying. You know? What? He's one of those guys. <laughs> that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys. that's like, you know, I don't understand why I'm single. I mean, I fuck a lot, but you know, I'm single. I don't yeah. get it. It's like, no, dude, yeah, he's don't. a jackass. No one man. fucks you. I'm yeah. pretty, <laughs> yeah. I'm no pretty sure you. that my life has been enriched, and I don't know it yet. I'm going to check out uh, Hard Rock. Oh, yeah. this guy is hilarious, <laughs> man. All right, I'm gonna, now I'm going to enrich your this life. This is actually... He really if, makes me feel better about every bad decision I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched this. It hasn't led me to that point. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched this yet, but the new Dr. Drew one that your mom's house is doing there they like the dr drew episodes of your mom's house were so popular that they gave dr drew they're like paying for his podcast pretty much oh wow oh, wow so they they brought him back and he's got his own podcast called after dark and like you know his first two characters were tom and christina and yeah. then bobby lee was the third one 
Uh, I'm not. Uh, Steve O was on there, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just it, they're real short. They're only like an hour long. Yeah, and they it's kind of got a your mom's house vibe where they watch like fucked up videos. Ah. Uh, but Doctor Drew kind of analyzes how the comedians reacting to him, and then. He gets the comedian kind of <laughs> almost like dupes him into talking about them, their past and stuff. Because he's a doctor yeah. and they do that shit. And I mean, a lot of a lot of the comedians are they've been really vocal about their past. So yeah, you know, the uh, like uh, with the Bobby Lee one, like he knows all the fucked up shit Bobby Lee had to, or went through. Yep. Uh, like he did some horrible stuff when he was a teenager. Uh, uh, yeah. Suck some penises. Yeah, suck some penis. Uh, like S- smoke. Pretty some, much got bullied into doing that. To did a lot people. of drugs. Yeah. So, like, he wow. already kind of knew that going in, so their episode kind of almost kicked off or started with that known. Yeah. So they didn't really cover that. They just, you know, it was a, it's a really cool podcast. I mean, check it out. And Dr. Drew, is, it's funny watching him just gasp at some of the shit that some of the people say because he, he thinks Tom's a total psychopath. Mm. Tom is a total psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> do you, dude, do you guys know who Don Barris is? No. Don is Barris. It, that Don Barris is a comedian in LA. He's been doing it forever. He's the warm-up comedian for Jimmy Kimmel's show. Uh okay. so like if you're in the audience and Jimmy Kimmel, he he comes out and like warms up the audience. Right. Um uh so this is I'm going to tell the very short version of this cuz you just got to go look watch it for yourselves. But everything you just told me about this Hard Rock Nick guy reminds me of uh, this situation with Don Barris. Oh, so, yes. so Don Barris found this guy named Perry. Okay. Yeah. And Perry is the guy he's trying to look right oh, there. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Okay. This guy, Perry was trying to be an actor slash comedian. I know. And exactly. Don Barris yeah. found him yeah. and started trolling him every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the guy never really was hip to like that. He was being trolled. Yeah. And so he, Don Barris ended up making a huge Hollywood movie where he is basically punking and trolling this guy in the movie, but but the main character Perry, it's called Windy City Heat. Yeah, it will change your life. Yeah, Windy like City he Heat has no amazing. idea, but he's the only. He has one. no idea. Yeah. He's the only one that doesn't know. So what they did was they made him think that he was going that Don Barris had scored oh him God. a role in a movie, and that all he had to do was audition. So he goes auditions. They act like he gets the part, and yeah. he's going to be this huge action star. His whole life's changing, and he. The the whole oh, movie's amazing no. because he's the only one that doesn't realize it's like all kind of fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he's taking it. Super he's taking seriously. it super serious. But yeah, he's not but that fucking good. with him the whole so time. Like yeah. it's, it's hilarious because he's taking it seriously. No, and, he's one of those crazy guys yeah. that just think. Yeah, he's not delusional. So yeah. They have a podcast that they've been doing for years, but Perry quits all the time, and then they have to bribe him to do it again. <laughs> but they have a podcast called The Big Three, yeah. and they're just trolling Perry the entire time, oh dude. It will God. it will change your life. The Windy City I love, Heat. I love people. People like that that Dude. don't know you're fucking with them. Don't totally. always yeah. get so pissed. He is fucking pissed 24-7. It is oh hilarious. Well, those God. are the same type of people who can't pick up on social cues and stuff. Whenever you're yeah. like, uh, like somebody talking to you and you could you could put off some body language and be like, I'm either too busy or I just don't have enough time to have this conversation with you right. without saying it to them, you right. know, by, you know, avoiding eye contact constantly moving and making them follow you you know eventually right, there's right. there's these social holding your keys in your hand yeah yeah i'd be like all right oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and you keep going all right well you know like, and some people just don't get them like yeah. they never pick up on them and it it's like a it's a Dude. innate like genetic thing i think 
just to give you a small example of what I'm talking about in this movie, Windy City Heat, the director, and it's Bobcat Goldthwait, yeah. by the way, <laughs> yeah. but the director goes up to Perry, the star of the film, and he's like, listen, we've got some uh, uh, Japanese, you know, uh, what do you, business executives coming in. They're going to check out the set and we're really close to like getting them to be investors on this film. We need to make yeah. a good impression. And there's this whole huge spread of like food set out and it's it looks immaculate, it looks amazing. And the director's like I need you to guard this table with your life <laughs> because I'm about to bring them in and when they see this, I know they're going to sponsor this film and cuz we need that money to finish this movie. Yeah. And so the director leaves and they send in like this dipshit guy. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, look at all this great food." <laughs> and he smashes the table down. Like he acts like he falls on it. Oh, and no. Harry's like, no, like freaking out. Like they they prank him the whole movie like that. <laughs> and he's so pissed because he thinks he just lost the like funding for the oh movie. And then the director and all the Japanese guys or whatever come in. And uh, they're like, what'd you do, Perry? Like, you messed up. <laughs> he's like, but it was that guy. Yeah. You know, it's so it's That's awesome. awesome. Guy, Windy yeah. City God. Heat. Windy City Heat. Yeah. It'll change your life. That's Don Barris is a comedy genius that's very underrated. Nobody knows. Yeah. He, he basically closes out the comedy store in Hollywood every night. He's like the last comedian. So. Yeah. That's like a tough uh, spot from what I've heard. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And also Brody Stevens. But uh, yeah, Brody he uh, took passed. his own life yeah. uh, recently. Yeah, that was sad. He was the warm-up guy for uh, Chelsea Lately yeah. a long time. Yeah, um, he was a good warm-up uh, comedian. Yeah. Kind of a quirky, crazy, weird dude. Yeah. I actually just watched a Joey Diaz podcast last night, and it was like all about Brody. And yeah. Yeah. I got to meet Brody uh, one time. He's just sitting quietly on the steps of the comedy store, constantly writing, just sitting there writing comedy. Wow. Didn't want to really be bothered or anything, and I was just like, hey, dude, I'm a fan. It's cool. Anyway, you know. Yeah. He didn't really care about that. He just wanted to be a good comedian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you could tell, though, like, the way the comedy world kind of reacted to that. Yeah. Like, him doing that. Like, uh, it's pretty crazy. Like, uh, it was, like, similar to Robin Williams in a way. You know, yeah. like, somebody that's that positive and always talking about positivity. And it's just, like, when you look at him, you're like, wow, that there's no way that person's depressed. Mm. But they're just fucking. They're really great. Yeah, they got a wall it. up, and they're mm -hmm. just, they're hiding it or they've learned how to deal with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's what I say up. to those people is they need to smoke cigarettes and watch Polly Shore movies. Yeah. There I'm, you just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Eat some edibles. I was trying to, I was trying to bring, Encino, man. Trying to bring it full circle. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Polly. I didn't mean to make light of that <laughs> situation. No. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really sad. I, I'd never really seen a lot of Brody stuff, but mm. there, you always hear comedians talk about him. Like he's one of those comics comics, you know, yeah. Yeah. where, you know, like the general public doesn't necessarily get what he's doing, but like comics are really, really, really into what he's doing. So, and, uh, and yeah, so you don't really like, he doesn't have a lot of material out there because yeah. nobody's like bought his special or, you know, I mean, mm. and he's a warm up comic, so he does all the shit right before the host comes out, before the cameras even start rolling. Like, mm. yeah. he's just out there hyping up the crowd, and then they're like, all right. "All right, we're ready to go," and then the cameras start rolling. So mm -hmm. he's, you know, yeah, uh, kind of like that's kind of like Don. He's the same deal. Yeah, I know you write comedy. Yeah, but have you ever yeah done stand up? Yeah, I've done it really uh, like probably five or six times. Yeah, like open mics. Yeah, wow. My first one was at the uh, Improv in Arlington, okay. and it actually went really, really well. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was, well, I say really, really well. Like, in hindsight, it 
was really really well compared to like my exactly. next few ones yeah uh, or it was other the people's, best i've had or other people's yeah or other people yeah because yeah, yeah, exactly. that night was atrocious like there was yeah. people getting up there to utter silence and i was like number 17 and there was oh. only 20 people at the they improv? were begging for a uh, at the improv Addison? yeah, oh, yeah okay. they were begging no uh arlington oh arlington. In arlington oh okay um and yeah like i got there kind of late so i was like pretty you know, I was, I was really late on the sign-up list, and there were some regulars that came in who bumped, like, got okay, in there, okay, like, okay. in the middle yeah. of the open mic set, like, yeah. and I was just like, man, I'm not, and I, some, some, one of my coworkers had convinced me to go do it, because, you know, I would always talk about comedy and stuff, and he thought it was really funny, so he was like, you should really do it, you should really do it, and I was like, okay, well, if you, if you take me there, I'll, I'll do it, you know, and he was wow. like, and he was like, all right, are we doing it tonight? And I was like, <laughs> fuck, tonight? Okay, oh, shit. Yeah, I guess so. so were you I prepared? Had, like, I had, like, um, I had uh, I had been writing, like, sort of, like, one-liners in my phone. Some things. Like, yeah. or, and just random shit that I had seen or, like, situations that I thought were really funny, but I hadn't written them out in jokes. It was just kind of, like, woman on the bus with a sh- bunch of shit. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had to go, like, on the way there, I was looking through all that stuff. I was like, oh, I don't even remember what the album I wrote that. And then I was like, oh, fuck it. That happened so a lot. Yeah. Time. So I had I had one good joke that fucking just, it was the first one I told. And everybody's with me after that. So, like, wow. it, like I, got a, I got a good laugh with that first joke. And then they were, they were more it. open to hear what I had to say for yeah. the rest of the remaining four minutes or whatever. That's how you got to mm-hmm. do it. Uh, but then I tried it up in Denton a few times. And... It wasn't, it, it wasn't a, it's not a comedy venue really. It's not a comedy club. It's an open, open mic where you could walk okay. up there. You could go you as could, a band yeah. and play acoustic. If you, you could want. play fart kazoo if you wanted to. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awesome. I <would> see that. <laughs> that wouldn't be that bad. It uh, is just impressive. the humming, right? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's but Yeah. So I went up there and, uh, uh, it was with Alex. He's been on our podcast a couple of times. Like we kind of made it like a gentleman's agreement that, Cause he was trying to start playing out live cause he's a solo acoustic guy, but he was, he, he was like, I get super nervous in front of people just doing that. And I was like, okay, well we'll go together, uh, like holding each other accountable. You know, like, yeah. I can't skip, you can't skip. We, we have to go to these. So we went <coughs> into a couple of those and excuse me, it progressively got better. Cause I went to like four in a row or so. Yeah. And like, uh, people started getting to kind of know me and know what to sort of expect. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it got progressively better. And then, uh, one of the last times I just kind of had uh, like a, it, it was, uh, it was just, there was like nobody there. I was, the bartender was laughing and I was like, all right. And you know, yeah. when you're in an empty venue, it's, it it's fucking humbling. Yeah. And it was just Alex and like a couple sitting at the table right mm-hmm. here. So I and wasn't trying yeah. to do the whole jokes to Alex. I was trying to get them involved, but they were just, they weren't really happy. And it was like, yeah, okay. Uh, anyway. It's yeah. so weird how material can work at one place. Oh, totally. And not work at another place. And it's as as much as that those situations suck, it's like a rite of passage for somebody oh, yeah. trying to do You comedy. have to do it. You have to do like that exact situation right yeah. there and get, and be able to move past it. Cuz right. a, a lot of times the people uh that get weeded out mm-hmm. are like pretty much quit after a moment like that. So Yeah. yeah no, yeah. you're right. And I haven't done it since then. It's probably been it's been over a year or yeah. about a year and i want to do it again but you know i i uh i felt like i had to go back to the drawing board a little oh bit. yeah totally um and 
I like writing more necessarily than I do performing. Well, people um, make a shitload of money just yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, I, like... Write the I, jokes. I, I'll get out there and act like an idiot. Yeah, well, see, like that, that's not nope. a bad thing, actually. You gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, Blake I'm, would be pretty good at it. I'm to- yeah. I will totally do it. I'm, like, if I have a bunch of people, like, watching me, I'm pretty animated. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, like, and, and, like, when I'm... I talk with my hands and whatnot, so... Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give an actor. Like it's an like idiot. it's like fucking crowd to crowd though. That's what's tough yeah. about it. Like you got to find like kind of a happy medium between all different types of people. Dude. You know? and I think that's where the real skill comes yeah, in. Yeah. Is and the practice is, and, is feeding off the crowd and seeing what they like, what they don't like, yeah. and how you yeah. know the ebbs and flows of of oh, yeah. your set. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I keep throwing myself into these insane situations. Uh, trying to purposely make myself bomb, trying to purposely go against a crowd. I know I might like, yeah. completely fail. Yeah. Uh, the other night in Colleen, Texas, I went to, uh, I did this on purpose. Yeah. I went to an all black comedy club Yeah, and yeah. got on stage and did my thing. Yeah. And, uh, it went really insanely good, yeah. but like, I totally thought I was going to like the improv in Arlington. My first gig. Okay, yeah. It was, that's yeah. probably that's probably one of the best things you can do is yeah, throw yeah, yourself yeah. into those uncomfortable situations. Oh god, I was terrified. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like, "Fuck this white boy." You know, <laughs> every what? comedian was black. Yeah. Everyone in the audience yeah. was black, yeah. and they t- they welcomed me with open arms. Yeah. I, I even purposely made fun of rap. I had a bit about like making poking fun at mumble rap. Yeah, and oh, they yeah. loved it. I well, thought they yeah. were going well, like, to rip me to shreds. A lot of them don't like yeah, a so, lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, sensible like people rap. don't. Yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if they're black yeah, or white. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Sensible totally, people. Totally. No, yeah. What helped me a lot was uh, there were a lot of black comics or open micers before I went on, and wow. they bombed like bombed miserably. Like, and then I got out there and I told like kind of an innocent sort of joke. And uh, and they liked it. There was like there was like a, like a couple a, a couple of couples like in this front yeah. table, and one of the girls was kind of like answering me back the whole time. Like so I'd ask like a rhetorical question, and she'd be like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, all right." Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you would but, you would do good, Blake. Yeah, you I've would. seen the worst. I, dude, I've been in uh, California at an open mic, and a uh, this old crackhead was on stage telling a story. Now, he wasn't doing comedy. He wasn't, there was no punchline. He was just telling a story of of digging crack out of his uh, feces because he had swallowed his crack rock because he almost got stopped by the cop. And he was just, no punchline. He's just up there. And then I I dug through it and I found the rock, man. And I went back in the alley and I smoked that shit. And he was just talking, telling a story about digging crack rock out of his ass. Well, well, it's crazy wow. like that. So, but yeah, that's, wow. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But oh no, you're, the crazy thing about yeah. open mic is it's going to do one of two things. You're going to see people that give you uh, an insane amount of confidence because yeah. you're like, God damn, I can do better than them. Yeah. Or you're going to see somebody you're like, they're going to be famous someday, and I should quit right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is going nowhere. Well, we had uh, <laughs> there, one thing I noticed a bunch was like a lot of a lot of people get up there and. Uh, I think especially in like like more black rooms and stuff like that, like at open mics. Yeah, guys will get up there, and they're really really confident that they're funny, but they're also like really big intimidating guys. Mm-hmm. So I have this theory that like, and those are some of the guys that I saw bomb the worst. Like they were humbled on stage. You could see him like almost like God damn it, like like oh, they were yeah. just like what the fuck. Like yeah. everybody always laughs at that, and <laughs> and you start to realize you're like oh I bet all your friends are just 
intimidated by you and everything yeah. you say is fucking yeah. hilarious to them you know well, you're so, the boss at work yeah, and, yeah 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 so i mean and he gets up there on stage and he doesn't know anybody in the crowd and he's just saying the same stuff he usually says and everybody's like i don't know you i'm not intimidated yeah. by you it's like we're at a controlled environment here like you, you don't intimidate me and yeah uh those guys like it, i saw one guy like i mean he almost broke down like he told like he was I've talking about like the differences between like uh different ethnic women and stuff yeah and like he was doing like these horrible impressions and everything and everybody and like he did one impression and like a couple people groaned Ooh, yeah and like uh, i was and me and my friend were just sitting there like oh my god yeah and uh <laughs> and like i mean he was he almost lost it like he was just like He's like, God damn, that, like that wasn't funny. Like he was just like, That's like so it was, weird. it was rocking his world. <laughs> like he hadn't, he, like he'd All never. All my white friends laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I do it. <laughs> oh my god, like, yeah. it, it, like it was, it was blowing his mind, and it was hard to watch, like real Dude, hard to watch. I went and did the Kill Tony podcast. I know, yeah, I, I saw the video that they did. It. <laughs> I was okay. Don't, let's not bring up, but I was on it. I was horrible, but yeah, they ended up making me do a drum off. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Because <laughs> uh, honestly, I've gotten way way better yeah. um, since then. But yeah, I was horrible. And uh, but I seen guys go up there and uh, uh, get ripped to shreds mm -hmm. by the panel. Yeah, and like li literally storm out of there like crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, wow. they rip you to shreds. And it, here's the thing: is you really have to have a s insanely strong resolve, and you also have to be completely self-aware and know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, you because you you have to know that that is going to happen. And yeah. So the more you do it, the more you get like better because like for instance the guy you s that you said was saying, "Damn, that didn't work." Yeah, yeah. Like what I've learned is if if I tell a joke and it doesn't work. If I make fun of myself, yeah. then I'll get the laugh. Right, so right. if I do something and it's not really working, I'll I'll talk shit about myself. You just state what they're I, thinking. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then they start laughing <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh yeah yeah okay. Yeah. But if you take yourself too serious and you're like, oh man, that didn't work. I, oh, know, I can't yeah. believe this. Or you start people are like people. Like, yeah, people are like, God, you suck. Yeah. But you just have to let on that like, yeah, that you don't care or yeah. whatever you know. Um, yeah, you just get better. I, yeah. I do a lot of like self-deprecating stuff. Totally. Yeah. I make like, fun of myself. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's kind of a, I think it's kind of an easy path, but like you can make it real funny. It's yeah. like, if you know, uh, you know, kind of like people's general impression of you, usually when they first oh, totally. meet you and stuff like that, if you're aware of that, <laughs> you could totally play with that, you know, cause mm -hmm. like, you get up on stage and you got all these people staring at you and they're, they're like a hundred thoughts a second trying to judge you. Yeah. It's like, Oh, he's wearing this. Oh, look at his shoes. Oh, look at his, you know, his I hair love, and his beard that. and stuff like that. Dude. And if you could nail that and be like, yeah, look at my fucking beard, look at my hair, you know, and like, uh, oh, they're, they're I fucking love that. in, yeah. I love when a comedian gets up there and that's the first thing they say is like, yeah. I'm totally aware I look like a Harry Potter lesbian. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, that is exactly what <laughs> yeah, I was saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Stephen Colbert did that on the very first, when he did the Colbert Report, the very, very, very first episode he did of the Colbert Report. Like, and I've never noticed this about him before, but he fucking it was the first line he had like as soon as the cameras were on him he's got an ear that's like one ear is like tucked <laughs> back to his head yeah. and the other ear is just kind of normal mm -hmm. and it, it's like he got in some accident and i think he lost some of his hearing but like the bottom half of one of his ears is like flush to his head pretty much uh. and uh and you you wouldn't you probably wouldn't notice it unless he pointed it out mm -hmm. but he like very first line is like first episode of colbert report he's like I'm Stephen Colbert, and yes, I'm aware that one of my ears is smaller than the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just got fucking disarmed everybody right That's from awesome. the get go. Yeah. I've been experimenting with shit like that. Like uh, I'll be like, 
you guys can tell I have a lot going on for me. I'm 35 and I still wear a wallet chain. <laughs> or you know, <laughs> there's one I wanted to try in Dallas. I haven't yet. I, I just want to be like. I'm aware I look like uh, Vinnie Paul ate Dimebag Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. That would definitely one. work at Dallas, I, They call me Vinnie Bag. <laughs> <laughs> I totally look like those two fused together in a Dragon Ball Z nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's another good technique too. Is having a bunch of punchlines ready to go and just Dude, boom, rapid fire it. So many comedians, no, totally. But so many comedians, huge careers started exactly how your situation was, where like your friends are egging you on, telling you you should go do it. Yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're a professional. Yeah. Like now that needs to be us with him. Like we yeah, gotta get yeah, Blake yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting psyched about doing and then, it, and then talk about it on the on the on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You got to do it, Blake. It would be I fun. I want to. I do. I've been actually thinking about it for a while. I want to do it. I just don't have any material. Okay. Yeah. I never thought in a million trillion years I could ever do it, but mm -hmm. it's something I've always wanted to do. And so what I started doing, I was like, okay, eventually I'm going to have to like do this. So I, I just started, uh, all you have to do is start writing down the shit that come like, cause yeah. everybody thinks of funny shit right. throughout yeah. the day. If you just yeah. start writing that down, you'll start to see your material. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if you just save it on your phone and a note. Yeah. Dude, and yeah. then all of a sudden, fuck. And then you go to open mic and you like experiment with that stuff. And yeah. Uh, I even at some at one point went up on the mic and just read them things that I had written down but forgot what it was for. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and I was just like, yeah, I have no idea why I wrote some of this stuff, but this is me trying to be a comedian. And, and I, it was like, <laughs> I must have been really high, but I wrote down, you know. Uh, roll a dog, roll a joint out of dog shit and smoke it with your anus. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote that. I have no idea why I wrote that. Yeah, yeah but if you just start, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. writing down your ideas, it'll, it'll yeah, because you forget them quick. Yeah, and, like I've gotten like a lot better at that, especially when I started like being aware of like I need to start writing things down. Totally. Um, like if you don't write them down almost immediately, like five minutes, they're fucking gone. And like I catch myself doing that all the time, where I'm like. Oh, my that was God. a brilliant what, idea. What the fuck was that? And yeah. it's like, and you're trying to like trip yourself back into it, and it's just yeah. it's lost. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. that you, happens uh, pretty frequently. Were you nervous the first time? Uh, yeah. I thought I was gonna have. A I've heart been attack, nervous dude. every time. Yeah, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack, dude. I uh, I haven't gotten any less nervous. And when I play music in front of people, I don't really get nervous. Like I get, okay. I get like a, the little bit of butterflies, you know, like a few minutes yeah. before. But I'm not like sweating no, profusely totally. and like uh because you're confident my hands your aren't tingling oh dude yeah like i've been petrified every time and the only thing that hel helps me is when i watch all these podcasts and all these interviews of, of like famous comedians they say that never goes away they yeah. still have butterflies yeah. when yeah. they're about to go on so i'm like but yeah, that's like it. being in front of six thousand people too like, yeah that's, that's a true. different kind of butterflies i think yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be the same butterflies like being in front of six people i get kind of bombing. nervous when i'm about to get up and <laughs> do it in front of like five people yeah those are those are tough fucking crowds oh like. yeah i did the dallas comedy house uh wait was it dallas comedy house no dallas comedy house was really good i did that recently that was really good but yeah. i did hyenas in plano recently yeah i waited four hours and they had put me last yeah because i was new there yeah and so i waited four hours to do my set at like 1 a.m yeah. and there was like me and the waiter yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was still like kind of nervous. <laughs> it was like me, the waiter, and like a drunk couple who couldn't leave yet because yeah. they were too oh, drunk. Man. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, the thing that the, the biggest difference I noticed between like that and being in bands is like when you're in a band, you have 
especially being a drummer, like you, you have that kit to sit behind. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can. And that's kind of like almost like a little bit you know, of a you, wall, you, sort of. Yeah, you hide behind those walls. Well, and, and even I know d- you had a big kit. Wall symbols. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and even just like playing in uh, like guitar and stuff, you know, you have like the big drum set and all the other musicians back there are backing you exactly. up. Yeah, you're not. And alone. then you're up there by your fucking self, and when you quit talking, it's fucking silent. Yep. And that is so hard to get used to. Like that that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually why I started doing comedy. Uh I I mean, I don't want to tell the whole long drawn out story. I'll save you the gory details, but like I kind of got burnt out by the music industry. I was in a band that like I grew up worshiping uh and uh I couldn't believe I got in this band and like we got signed and released. We did all this crazy shit, but the whole time I was being held back by all these druggies. That were yeah. like on heroin and crack or too drunk. Um, it was like, it was insane. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Like I had, cause I had my shit together. I'm like a, a straight arrow. You know what I mean? Like I'll yeah. let nothing stop me from, from my dreams, but all I have all this dead weight and I'm like dragging them across the finish line, Yeah, you know? So, uh, we just released an album. It was, it was on the billboard charts. We're doing a huge tour of the U S for two months in support of this new album. Like everything's going so good. And, uh, they left me stranded in omaha nebraska wow yeah with my drums what? or they tried to take my drums i had to rent a car track them down to the next show get my drums back so they left me stranded in omaha nebraska i had to ship my drums via like ups all the way back to california but anyway when i got back i was just something inside of me like snapped yeah and i just went and did an open mic I, it was something i never thought i could do in a million years yeah. but i realized later that i did that because I needed to like prove to myself that I could do shit without a bunch of fucking douchebags yeah. holding me back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. just go up there with a mic and like do something. Yeah, like do entertainment, but without yeah, and not music. I was like, fuck music. I you know I need a break. Yeah. So that's what literally led me is that exact thing is not yeah you know, not hiding behind all the shit because especially as a drummer, dude. Because yeah. dude, when you're a drummer, you know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're a drummer, if you hit like a wrong like note. Mm-hmm. People don't really fucking know. Like, oh, I was supposed to hit a tom there, but I hit a cymbal. Nobody cares. You yeah. still on beat. Yeah. If you're a guitar player and you hit wrong, one wrong fucking goddamn note, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're the singer and you like are yeah, flat, yeah. you know what I mean? You're or a horse. Yeah, yeah. You're just out there. Yeah. As a drummer, you you really get to hide not only behind the band but behind the drums, and then even more so, you're not part of like the melody or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I just had to go prove that I could do it. So. Yeah, I mean that that is one thing that really uh I like about comedy or the you know the idea of stand up is just the uh the individuality of it. It's like if you fail yeah. or succeed, it's you don't really have a lot of people to blame other than yourself, you know. Yeah. That's right. It's a it's a very independent kind of art form. And all you have like to do is be, just be you. Yeah. There's no yeah. other you like yeah. cuz you've seen the people like uh Mitch Hedberg yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, what a crazy weird dude. But yeah. there's yeah. no other Mitch Hedberg, right? Yeah, you don't have to be him. You just got to do your own thing and find your own voice. Well, and be well guys like that are so like yeah. unique that people yeah. copycat them forever. Totally. Oh, absolutely. Or like Stephen Wright or whoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was watching uh, Theo Vaughn does a podcast and he was telling yeah, he was that. talking about so, uh, talking to some other comedian and I think and he was saying that like in his early days his agent said. Uh, so you're just doing like Mitch Hedberg, right? And he was saying it like, uh, like innocently, like he didn't know that like Theo, uh, 
like Theo didn't know that he was doing almost an exact impression of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. And his agent just kind of, you know, threw it out there. He's like, and you're doing like pretty much like a loose Mitch Hedberg, right? Is that how do you describe you? And he's like, well, I didn't even know I was imitating him. But then, it, you know, he's mm-hmm. like going back and listening to his old stuff. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I was just shit. doing a bad impression of him pretty much. Yeah. The most annoying thing about it is, uh, <laughs> Like, I've been a drummer for over 20 years. No one has ever once said, well, play me a drum beat. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. every time somebody hears I'm a comedian. Well, like, tell me a joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me a joke, funny <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, God damn it. Let's see how funny you really are. <laughs> or, or even yeah. worse, it's like, well, I haven't heard you say anything funny since I've been here. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, we're not. I'm not it doing that right that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I this is a professional conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't I was know I was supposed to be cracking up the whole time. Yeah. I was an Uber driver for a while, and, and like people would always do that because they'll start just interrogating me, asking yeah. me about my life. I don't just go around telling people I'm a drummer or I'm a comedian. Like yeah. I don't ever talk about that, but they're like forcing it out of me. And this guy was like belligerent about it. He like was trying to force me to tell a joke. <laughs> and whenever I wouldn't, yeah. uh, he basically told me that I was – shit and then i should like not do comedy and and then like he yeah. gave me a tip and was like you're gonna need it and like i was like jesus yeah it's oh, horrible. thanks yeah get the fuck out of my car <laughs> yeah yeah uber driving Cogsucker. yeah i i have a lot of weird conversations with the ride sharing stuff i, I taught a my driver how to or in 10 minutes try to explain to her how to swim and tread water one night, because wow. we just, I don't know how we started talking about how swimming. How to swim. Yeah. I taught my. Uh, and then she was just like, yeah, I, I'm like 27. I don't know how to swim. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. She's like, well, where would I start? And I'm like, oh, well, well I mean, get in the water. Learn how to tread water. That's, uh, you know, pretty important. And she's like, what's tread water? I was like, oh, wow. Okay. okay. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop knuckles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know who you're talking to, yeah. man, but <laughs> yeah. I'm the undrownable man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The undrownable man. He's <laughs> undrownable. I am undrownable, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> See, he says it all the I'd time. have to be knocked out to be drowned. Yeah, probably have to tie a brick around and even that. I don't yeah. know. I think uh, I'm one of those people that when I hear about somebody drown, I'm I'm literally like, how does anyone <laughs> drown ever? Yeah. But then there's people out there that like would drown in two inches of water. Like yeah. they cannot swim. But I can't comprehend that, man. I, I, I'm the same way. Yeah, just lay on your back. <laughs> yeah. Float. Float, yeah. Just don't panic. and. Yeah, yeah that's the key. Relax. Air, yeah. Air. I think that's what happens to people is you know, they might be like barely staying afloat and then all of a sudden a wave hits them and washes over their face and they get yeah. a little <gasps> choked up. And then like, oh, God. Yeah. And yeah, as soon I, as you start exhaling and fucking freaking out, that's when your body starts going <laughs> to the bottom. Yeah. <clears throat> Quick sound. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I think people panic and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I told this girl, she was like, I just can't float. And I'm like, well, it's because you got to hold your breath. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like the yeah. air in your lungs is what makes, you, what float. makes you, you float. You take a huge yeah. breath before you go underwater and you'll just float to the top. And she's like, you got to be kidding me. And I'm like, nope. Try and, hold, <laughs> yeah. try and hold a balloon underwater. Yeah, exactly. Same That's thing. Exa- I was like, Guess where that air came from that you blew it up? Your lungs. Yeah. I was like, have you ever pushed same like thing. a life vest underwater? And she's like, yeah, it's really hard. I'm like, same fucking thing. There you go. Mm-hmm. The miracle of science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I've got a you know, I, I, had that, I had that conversation with someone the other day, too. Yeah. It was, it was actually, I think it was one of my coaches, because he's 
he's like super fit, but he's not a great swimmer. And he's like, you know, I got like three percent body fat. I can't float. I was like, just don't uh, exhale out the, all the way. Yeah. Just don't exhale out all the way. He's like, and kick what? I was yeah. like, yeah, like take 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 a big breath and then take shallow breaths to keep breathing, and you'll stay afloat. You know, you got it's like a ballast. And he's like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Science. Your kick too, man. Your kick is like ninety percent of it. Well like that's yeah. what propels. Humans you are humans are incredibly evolved and mm. incredibly de evolved at the same time. Because oh, any absolutely. other animal in the animal kingdom, if if they're two seconds old and you hover them above water, they will start like doggy yeah, paddling yeah, 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 in the yeah, air. Yeah. Like absolutely. they all have it built in. Not yeah. not us. Yeah, no, we're I, idiots. I, I had a dog <laughs> yes. or, or the yes. only dog I've had on my own, like uh, when I first got him, we took him out to this duck pond. And it freaked me the fuck out because he, he just jumped in the water, started running around, and then he got to where it was too deep. And for a second, I was freaking out. And then, like you said, in like two seconds, he was just boop, yep. just swimming naturally. Built in. I was like, God, he's like eight months old. Not us. We live in our parents' basement until we're 48. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, swim in the shower, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I hold my breath. Uh, sit down. That voice is contagious. It is contagious. <laughs> I actually got that from you. I think <laughs> that's sort of like nasally, sort of like a oh, yeah. That I mean, uh. I just, that's how I just make fun of every like even in my stand up when I'm yeah. talking like my Uber passengers. I do yeah. that. Super <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta awesome. pee real quick. I imagine you oh, come yeah. across some crazy people driving Uber. Oh God, you don't even know, dude. I had a dude in my trunk. What? I, had a, I had a person in my trunk, a drunk Air Force uh, sergeant, and there's an Air Force base where I was driving Uber at the time, and I had to sneak him onto the Air Force base. <laughs> he got in my trunk, and like I had a bunch of drum equipment in there. I was just half expecting him to start playing tambourine <laughs> while I'm trying to sneak him into the freaking... This is awesome! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of crazy people. Uh, by the Speaking of crazy people, craziest thing that happened to me was a dude grabbed my junk. Guy, while you're driving yeah i was driving uber and a guy violently started grabbing my crotch trying to fondle me what and he wasn't wasted or anything he so basically what happened was i'm driving and he sits in the front seat first red flag right does that freak you out not really i didn't uh, care okay you know i'm a big guy i can hold my own i've got like a knife beside me just in case yeah. someone tries to rob me like yeah. i'm good he was like one eighth my size he's this tiny little puerto rican <laughs> guy so i was like not thinking anything like that and uh we get on the subject of we got on the subject of strip clubs right because yeah. there was this big light shooting in the sky and he was like oh what's that and i was like i don't know probably a strip club or something and he and he was like oh and i was like okay this guy's a little weird but he's probably just foreign and so I, I, I said, you know, strip clubs really don't do anything for me. I, I, I'm not a big fan. And he was like, oh, yeah, what does do it for you? And I was like, what? Uh, and I go, I guess music. I'm a musician. Like, yeah. I guess music does it for me. And he was like, oh, yeah, does it get you hard? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? Before uh, I could even formulate yeah. my next thought, he's grabbing my crotch, following me, trying to grab my shit, grab my junk. Like he totally grabbed my balls and dick. Yes, Uber ride. So I grab his hand and I move it. And I said, what the hell, dude? I was like, has that ever worked for you? (laughs) It's like, do you just go grabbing random strangers' crotches? (laughs) And he was like, I'm sorry, I had a bad day. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I had a bad day. I need to grab some dick. Well, it's like, you're lucky I'm not like... 
a complete psychopath, or you would have had a way worse day. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. Imagine, you almost got stabbed, asshole. Yeah. Imagine if I was some super aggro, anti, yeah. homophobic, gay, homophobic. Yeah. I would have just hammer smashed that dude's yeah. cock sniffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cock sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I was actually cool and took him the couple blocks left of his trip. Yeah. And then the end of it was like an awkward date because yeah. out of habit, when he got out of the car, I go, "Have a good night." <laughs> right after the guy had just like assaulted me i called like, i was trying to yeah yeah, yeah i was trying <laughs> yeah. i was <laughs> i was trying to yeah exactly uh yeah i've had lots of bad days but never once did i think that a handful of random cock and balls was going to yeah. lift my spirits you know today That's was so really weird today was really shitty i need to go yeah i need to go find a random cock yeah yeah Give me a random cock. I'm going to go sexually assault an Uber driver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, need to go anywhere. Yeah. Preferably male. So <laughs> I was I was so excited when that happened. Because, what are you? Because <laughs> I was uh, like trying to get into comedy and I was uh, like, dude, this is amazing. That like, is a good. So yeah. I had a gig at the comedy store like a couple of nights later. No. Well, yeah. A couple of nights later. And uh, so I go to the comedy store and I'm I'm doing my set. And uh, this idea popped in my head. I'm like, I'm going to tell that story. And I hadn't worked it out. I hadn't added any punchline. And it ended up just being like a horrifying, silent nightmare of people just like, what? Yeah. Because I hadn't added like funny parts yet. So it was just me telling a story of a guy grabbing my dick. And and I was just like. uh, And they're like, and? Yeah. Like I I recorded audio because, you know, I was excited. I'm doing the comedy store. Yeah. I recorded audio and I went back and listened to it. And I was like, man, that was horrible yeah, yeah there's like well, no tag or yeah yeah i did i did i told a very similar story like i i was about to do a uh, open mic and i had remembered a story when i lived in downtown dallas and we used to practice like rehearse here or up in denton mm-hmm. uh, i would drive all the way back down to dallas when we were done and there's one night where you know i probably shouldn't say this but i had a lot to drink and i drove all the way back home and i got down to downtown dallas and I was in a McDonald's drive-through. It's mighty wide of you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I fucking, uh, I got sick in the drive-through, like drunk sick, and oh, I shit. was trapped. But I was <laughs> trapped in the drive-through because there's like two cars ahead oh, of me god. and like two cars behind. Great. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Oh my god! And it, it, like it, it was cold sweat. You know, it was coming. Spins. Yeah, spins bad, and I, you know, I could feel myself just getting more pale. And I reached in the back and I found this plastic bag. And I was like, fuck, yes. So I just puked it in the bag, uh, and I got done, and I tied it up. And when I pulled the bag up to set it in my passenger seat, there was a massive hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> so I yanked the bag up, all that puke. Yeah. And I told that story, but the same thing. Like, I just kind of I – was, I was embellishing too much. So, right. like, I oh, kept okay. – like, they weren't paying attention. To, yeah. Like, the, they got lost because I kept going on these weird tangents. Where's the punchline? Yeah, yeah. And then I was just kind of like, and then I picked up the bag and like the puke was all in my lap. And then like I realized in front of all those people, I was like, that's all. That's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I tried to like make up improv something and it fucking just, it ruined the whole fucking thing. And I'm yeah. like, God damn it. Yeah. I even drew attention to my story by like saying something stupid along the lines of, uh, 
this is the first time in my comedy career that I'm going to go off the rails and just talk about something completely unprepared. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to act like it was like so cool. That yeah. I was like, you know, uh, ditching my material. For you to do that. Yeah. Ditching my material to <laughs> yeah. like go off. And it was like, yeah. it was horrible. I'm such a rebel. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. They were like, cool. You got your dick grabbed, loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and or in LA, loser. they're like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, that's yeah. another. That's just another Tuesday. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, you got a problem with that? What are you trying to say? So my, yeah. What are you implying? But my first. This is random and off subject, but my first joke that I was really proud of. Um, so at the time I was trying to do comedy and I was tr- uh, and I was doing being an Uber driver. I would like drive all the way to L.A. a few hours and I would sleep in my car sometimes. And uh, I would do comedy shows and like try to drive Uber when I could to make enough gas money to get to the next show or whatever, whatever I was doing. I was doing all this crazy shit. And uh, I came up with this awesome joke early on in my comedy career, yeah, yeah. we'll call it. <laughs> I still feel weird calling myself yeah. a comedian. You know, yeah. it like feels foreign. But um, first joke I was super proud of, uh, I said something along the lines of, you know, I was telling everyone how I was transitioning from being a musician to a comedian and all this shit. And I would tell them my backstory a little bit. And then I would say, yeah, so you could tell I got a lot going on for me. Uh, musician, stand-up comedian, uh, Uber driver. Uh, another cool thing I've been doing <laughs> is living in my car. But it doesn't really help when you're trying to meet the ladies, you know. I'm at a bar and she's like, well, what do you do? And I'm just like, I work from home. <laughs> and like, I, that was like my go-to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I told that joke on Kill Tony. Yeah, That yeah. was like the one laugh I got before they They only give you a minute, right? For being a super nerd. Yeah, a minute. Yeah. I felt like a god. When I go back and watch that. Okay, I did pretty good in comparison to some of the yeah, other people. Yeah, you did. That they didn't like to talk completely yeah. rippy to shit. Yeah, but I was like a Price is Right contestant. I was wearing like a shark shirt, <laughs> and I was telling them how excited I was that it was Shark Week, and I was going to do comedy every night. And they were like, "What an idiotic <laughs> loser!" They were like, "What a pathetic moron!" <laughs> pretty much, you know, because I was all like, "Yeah, I'm going to do, sh- I'm going to do comedy every night at Shark Week, guys." But in my head, I wasn't thinking of how like lame that sounds because that's my own personal goal. <laughs> right, yeah. told anyone. Well, you're excited about yeah, it yeah yeah just like they should be excited about yeah. it too. they're like anyway you're a drummer get him do a drum off with our <laughs> naked drummer <laughs> yeah watch That's that funny you're still drumming aren't you don't you guys have a musical kind of I, I yeah we have like a we're like uh we'll never stop making music together right, right. he he sat in uh in the band that i'm in currently uh he was gonna play the drums with us and then uh yeah but what was your Life band happened. back in the day like when Life you worked happened, at gc yeah. Aberrant lines. Aberrant, Aberrant lines. lines. That's yeah. That's where I remember you yeah. from. That was Aberrant, Aberrant lines. lines. We did the Lateralis cover. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think we did it at Trip Fest. Dude. Uh, yeah. Th- that I. You Half know the band didn't never want only wanted to do it that one time, and they were. Well, yeah. yeah. We we did it one time, and that was that was Spaceman Jackson that that did the the oh, cover. Okay. That's when Spaceman Jackson was actually forming, uh, oh. and. Oh yeah, because Angela was there and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, fast forward a couple years to Trip Fest, and you're like, "Didn't you guys cover Lateralis? That'd be cool if you'd play it." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool." So uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll try. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's fucking yeah. do it. Um, and so there was a there was I like asked a, you to cover it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, not well. I mean, you you implied that like uh, it would be awesome if we did. 
Okay. You, you weren't oh. like uh, making took, a specific you request. To the challenge. You were like, okay. Well, we tried. I get it. I yeah, get it. yeah. We mentioned it. Well, it, it came up in a group text, and before we could actually talk about it in person to everybody, there was uh, one person of the band that was like, you know, uh, before we start this or anything, because I remember I was sitting in the living room <laughs> yeah. and I was playing with the with the brand new uh, uh, lights and DMX controller that I got uh from uh oh yeah from you at guitar yeah, center yeah and and i'm like programming this shit and playing it and we're all sitting at the table that table actually and uh uh was like well i hate tool and if we're gonna do uh he's looking right at me if we're gonna do a tool cover it's gonna be i'm i'm only playing a, a country version of that song and i'm like i'm not doing that yeah yeah like Let's no, like, like the guy who's putting on the show kind of asked us to do this. If you don't want to yeah. do it, just say you don't want to do it. Don't be a dick about it. You know, a country then, version. Yeah. Of yeah. lateralis. Yeah. Good that luck. That was intense, dude. Yeah. Good that luck. That would have been insanity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how that would sound. <laughs> hey, guys, listen up. We're going to do Candle in the Wind, but we're going to do it. A rap song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rap. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. He was he was trying to talk shit about Tool because he he uh, didn't and probably still doesn't like Tool, which is fine. You don't yeah. have to like Tool. That wasn't music the argument. It's like yeah, it's, if you don't want to do it, just say you don't uh, want to do it. If you're a garbage human being and you have trash taste, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else loves Tool. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one other person in the band was like, you know, Blake, you're you're the only person that's gonna have fun doing that. Oh yeah, it's like it's one fucking song. Well, it's like an hour. So what if it's yeah. nine and a half minutes long? Well, like four fifth of us, or you know, the majority of the band already knew how to play it, so exactly. it wouldn't have been that hard. Exactly. Know. You know, half the band could have walked off stage and gotten a beer. Yeah. We could have started the set with that song. Yeah. You know, uh, there there were so many options that like we could have done. To play that song, you know, I'm, I'm not mad we didn't do it, right. but like I think the the whole approach to like I don't want to do this, yeah, just say you don't want to do it, yeah, I'll be a dick. <laughs> I, really, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to come over here and get super stoned and like record crazy music. You guys have like a music museum right. here right now. You got a yeah. marimba over there, yep. freaking amps, guitars behind me, a drum. Uh, by the way, that drum set of yours over there in the corner, the DW, is worth more than like everything I own combined. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I think you might have been there when he bought that. My car, my yeah. drums, everything I own. That I think drum you were set at 440 when he bought that. Like his wife came in and surprised him with it. That's like a freaking. Yeah. It's like an eight thousand dollar drum set or some shit, right? Yeah, it's about that. It's yeah. insane. Mm -hmm. The that's snare's awesome. twenty two hundred. Yeah, it's that's... a solid, uh, super that, solid. Your shell. snare drum costs more than my car that's in your front yard. <laughs> I have a Kia, two thousand three Kia Spectra. Yeah. That snare's worth more than my car. <clears throat> But you make you make money with your car, so is it worth more? Well, I don't I don't Uber anymore, but yeah. But you did. Yeah, I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem: I drove Uber eleven months. Yeah. And you're a 1099 independent contractor. Oh no. And I never put any money aside to pay my taxes. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm about to I'm about to own own up to that severely. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. no. I'm gonna have to try to claim every last dollar I spent last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Claim it against it, like gas, food, phone. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. I didn't put any because oh, I was just trying to survive, man. I was trying to do comedy. Yeah, I was, you weren't worried about taxes. I was trying taxes. to do tours and yeah. I just want to eat. Yeah, yeah. That I have weird. a new job now. What are you doing now? Oh well, so okay, so basically, so we talked about surrealism. I moved to Hollywood, then I moved back to Dallas. I helped start the Browning. 
we t- toured and did a bunch of crazy shit. Then I went and worked in Guitar Center. I mean, uh, School of Rock for a while. Then I joined one of my favorite bands of all time uh, that I grew up loving, uh, Moto Grader, you know, blah, blah, blah. The lead singer who went on to become a huge, massive rock star and Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Uh, so after Motor I didn't realize that was the same. Same singer, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Ivan Moody, yeah. the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch, was the lead singer of Moto Grader. I was a you met fan. him too, right? At one of y'all's shows. I yeah, he came to one of our shows at the Whiskey. It. Yeah, and it was a it was insane because he told us how badass we were and how much he enjoyed the show, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" Yeah, because you know it was his former band, and like I was, I had their posters on my wall when I was uh, younger, and yeah, then I finally got to join the band, and uh, yeah, a bunch of crackheads. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was. Go- where was this going? Uh, New job. Okay. Oh yeah, job. new job. Yeah. Okay. I was the reason why I didn't want to start off with the new job because I want to tell you how I got to this new job. My life is in pure insanity. We've only we've only scratched the surface. <laughs> trust me. But when they left me, when they left me stranded, and I went to Cal- back to California and started doing all the comedy shit, um, I, I thought I was never going to do music again. I was like, yeah. I'm done. Uh, something happened. Oh. Oh. Whew, I thought it stopped for a second. Uh, We're no. good. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. No, nobody else. Uh, nobody listening saw that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Screen flashed. Uh, okay, so what ha- what had happened was I never thought I was going to do music <laughs> ever again. I was like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm, I'm just going to do comedy. I'm going to try to do other things. And uh, I ended up getting an opportunity to join a band with another one of my idols, Jeffrey Nothing. He was the lead singer oh, yeah. of Mushroom Head for mm-hmm. freaking 25 years. He's a co-founder. And his band screwed him over much in the same manner that I got screwed, kind of, except him way worse. I mean, he's co-founder 25 years, you know. Yeah. So we started like a super group, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, ex-members of Motor Grader and Mushroom Head, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, but anyway, so recently this is what happened to me, which led me back to Texas. And we're almost done here, right? So this will be a great uh, ending like, point. Yeah, got 20, yeah. 30 minutes. Okay, this will mm-hmm. be a great ending yeah. point. So I, when I was living in California, I was staying when the band ditched me, I, I was forced to leave where I was staying very quickly because I had to get away from them, obviously. Yeah. Because uh, I was living basically where they rehearsed and shit. So I, I had a guy that said, hey, you can stay with me. He was kind of like a pseudo friend, sort of, not really. Mm-hmm. But we became friends. So I was staying with him. Anyway, he went psycho as fuck. <laughs> he already was crazy. Did but he, he went. Dick? He went insanely psycho, like threatening suicide, saying oh, he's going to no. burn the house down. Uh, and I, I mean, I, you, I kind of can't wow. blame him because he was crazy because back in the day, there's a whole episode of I Survived about him. Somebody broke into his house, shot him in the head. Uh, he what? carried his girlfriend out of the burning house because this guy shot him and set the house on fire. And come, it's insane. Whoa. So he has like a he got he got shot in the head Whoa. and now he's kind of crazy from it. So I was trying to help him out and be his friend and yeah. be cool. Anyway, I know this is. A, a lot but that's insane uh, hold on a sec like like okay uh, getting shot in the head yeah uh there's no there's not a lot of ways to come back from that you're probably totally. uh and and in like assaulted and fucking yeah you know, life nuts. hijacked pretty much for so like a few hours nuts. yeah he was yeah. living in this house with his girlfriend and the jealous ex-boyfriend came oh and shot God. them both in the head and set wow. the house on fire is what happened okay I don't want to name his name or whatever. But, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah uh, but he basically woke up bleeding out of his head, picked her up, carried her out of the fire. They both survived. And she has like a Whoa. glass. She has like a glass eye now. And like, I can't believe they survived. And there's a there's a episode of I Survived about him. 
I'll have to send you guys the link or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so I was staying with him, and he he got progressively and progressively more violent and more crazy and more insane, and it, it I just couldn't stay with him anymore. Uh, and right about that time, whenever it was looking like I was going to be pretty much homeless, because I had just gotten back from a tour. I had no money. Like, I was trying to be an Uber driver. And right when I got back from this tour, uh, my car registration expired. My... Um, like all this shit expired and I had no money and I was like, what the hell am I going to do? My, I lost yeah. my only source of income, which was Uber. This guy's going crazy telling me I need to get the hell out of his house because he's going to commit suicide and burn the whole thing down. Yeah. So uh, this band was trying to hire me to do this 40 day tour, which they're on right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. They, they are going to pay me uh, some good money to do this tour. But I found out that the, t- the, they were going to be opening for mushroom head every night. Right. Oh yeah. So I go to to LA and I pack my shit in my car and I go to LA and I'm like, cool, this is at least a temporary solution to my problems. I get to go on this tour. I get paid. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, well, right when I'm about to leave on this tour with them, because I had been rehearsing with them for a few days, mushroom head tells them or mushroom head finds out that I'm on the tour and mushroom head tells them that if I'm going to be their drummer on the tour, that they are getting kicked off the tour, that I am not welcome on this tour. Whoa. What? All, all because... Not a greater thing? No, because uh, I'm in a band with Jeffrey Nothing, the lead singer oh, of Mushroom Head. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he had just quit Mushroom Head. Yeah. And oh, they didn't wow. want Jeffrey Nothing's drummer on tour with them. So I was like... That's pretty bad. Wow. So I had two choices. Either I'm going to come back to Texas and... Uh, kind of be with my family which i haven't done in like a decade yeah. and just kind of restart and refresh and just hit the reset button or or i'm gonna um, put my stuff in a storage unit in la and uh do comedy and music and just be but be homeless for a minute in la yeah and i was like you know what i'm probably gonna die if i <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> being homeless in la living in your car like tons of people are doing it as we speak yeah but i just had no job i had barely any money left my car registration had just gone out like it was just gonna be a little too hard. Yeah, it yeah. was a perfect storm yeah. of shit. Yeah, perfect yeah. storm. Yeah. So I packed all my shit in my car, came back to Texas, and I, I have a new job now. Um, I'm working for a music startup that uh, connects uh, music instructors with students. It's like the Uber of uh, that's music cool. lessons. That's a good idea. Yeah, and um, they're a startup that was on Shark so, Tank recently. Yeah. So you take students to their lessons? No. You like take instructors uh, it's a website students. that instructors go on and sign up to be a teacher oh, okay yeah and then the inst- then the teachers i mean the students contact us and we hook them up with like the right instructor in there gotcha area. gotcha um so that's what i do is i i'm answering calls and emails all day people tell me what they want to learn yeah and i help them find like the best instructor in their area to teach them and we're kind of like a broker for all these yeah yeah you know yeah but yeah so that's what i'm doing now i guess i can give that's them a awesome. shout out taylor robinson music Oh, yeah. yeah, I know Taylor Robinson. I was, that a, was a big I was a, uh, guitar center. Yeah. Thing. Oh, dude, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they started. Is coming yeah, in the yeah. guitar center and giving us flyers. That's like nationwide and bringing now, us isn't it? cookies. Yeah, yeah. They were on Shark Tank. Uh, yeah. Oh, recently. Yeah. I remember that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. before, guitar center started teaching lessons when instructors could come in and promote their own schools mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. they were putting together. He yeah. was. They used to bring us one. cookies and like, yeah, hey, yeah, if yeah. you guys promote our company, we'll. Yeah, we just had to hand out flyers and stuff. That's how I found out about them. I taught for them in 2008. Oh, really? Right before I moved to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm back. Uh, yeah. A weird uh, manager, sales guy person for them now. Yeah. I don't know why I threw weird in there. Because <laughs> uh, you're a little weird. I'm a little fine. Weird it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Well, I, I got called weird earlier 
at the gym because there was like a was a real funky song playing and I had a PVC pipe in my hand that and I was stretching. I started thumbing it like it's bass <laughs> and like people just stop and like look at me. I'm like, yeah, fuck y'all. It's yeah, a funky it's song. A, it's a fucking bass guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. This guy, Jake, he goes, Blake, you're weird. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. If playing bass is weird, then right. I'm weird as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Bit of doo-doo-ba-doo. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I am weird though. I, I'm incredibly impulsive. Like, of uh, just a few weeks ago, I was sitting on that guy's couch in L.A. I had just been told I'm not allowed to go on the tour, yeah. and so I'm literally sitting on his couch looking for jobs on the internet, and I see Taylor Robinson looking for music manager, whatever salesperson. Yeah, and I was like. Screw it. I'll go back to Dallas for a while. Yeah. And I just threw yeah. my shit in my car and drove back to Dallas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, uh, that actually worked out pretty well because we were going to do a phone pod, or we were going to try to do a oh, phone exactly. podcast yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Like a few months back. Yeah. We were going to do a phone and podcast and now I'm here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, it worked yeah. out really well. So like we, 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 we did a one phone interview with uh, this other podcast that's based out of Connecticut. And it went really well. Like, yeah, it was a really good one. And the like the way we recorded it and everything was, you know, they have their own little setup there. Uh, we have our own little setup here. So I recorded our tracks, sent them to them. They recorded their tracks, sent them to me, and then we blended them in. So, oh, nice. so we got like their like nice mics instead of like the phone call audio. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we and had that the was phone one call thing, audio, like, audio, and they had uh, of them, and they had the phone call audio of us. Yeah, so we so just was, traded files, so there was no phone call audio on the podcast. So it yeah. just it seemed like they were here, or we were there, or whatever yeah. you want to look yeah. at it. Um, but that that worked out really well. But like uh, with this new interface, I'm not 100 percent sure how to do the phone call thing anymore. Like oh. I had it figured out on this board. Fucking I don't really board. know how to do it with this new thing. I'll have to figure that out. There's a lot of outputs on it, so there, it's got to be the similar, but I don't really. I'm so butthurt about that board that I just it don't sucks. even fuck with it. Yeah. It, well, it you really didn't sucks. get the performance guarantee? <laughs> no. It was I'm just used. kidding. Uh, it's well, right. Yeah. 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 Well, well, like even even that would have yeah expired like seven years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Pro coverage? While. Pro coverage. Remember when it was yeah. performance guarantee? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The PG. Okay, so I know you. I know you watch a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Do you watch a lot of podcasts? Like, Not a lot. Like of Joe Rogan ones. and all I, that. I, I like. I watch Joe Rogan. Yeah. But, you know, okay. Well, on these podcasts, a lot of times because they're kind of like live, they'll yeah. they'll do these little like um, challenges to each other, yeah. and then you kind of have to like. You know, do it because people are listening, and then they want to hear what the results Dude, are. I'm yeah. not grabbing your I have, junk. I have an idea. No, I, that's not what I'm getting at. That's not what I'm getting at. Challenge not accepted. And you guys can tell me to go fuck myself. That's fine. But we we brought it up earlier. Yeah. We need to we need to all three go to an open mic together. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm down. I'm we down. need to get. I want because I want to be there the first time you go on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we talked too. about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. down. I mean, I'm I feel sure like I need to be about there. it before, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, dude, we need to go to a open mic together yeah. and then mm-hmm. like do a podcast afterwards and like talk about, and talk our about it. Yeah. You know that what is I mean? a good idea. That Cause we kind of talked idea. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I challenge you, Blake. Yeah. To, uh, to join us. Uh, at go open do, mic. was it five minutes? You get five minutes? 10 well, cause minutes? You've some been of on, them. Yeah. <clears throat> cause you've been on stage. You played yeah. like yeah, you're yeah. a drummer. You played yeah. in bands and you've done stuff, but, uh, you've never done an open mic, right? Mm hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. We got to get you on stage. Yeah. We got to go to like the shittiest one we can find. Yeah. And just like have that experience. I want to yeah. be there when you do your first. I do uh, too. Show. Yeah. What if, what if we go to? Like he can a, help you. He's a, a, like a place yeah. that has an open mic night, but comedians don't ever go up there for their open mic. Yeah. yeah right. Like we're. What do you mean? Like like it's a music open night. It's just. Well, those are those are tough crowds. Those are the ones that. That's I, what I'm I was, saying. Dude, That's I'm telling I'm you, saying. I know which one we need to go to. Okay. I, I just you, went. I just you know, went and did go. one at. Uh, in Plano called what's that Top Hats place or Shock Top or something like that? Uh, what's that place? Called? Shock Top's a beer. No, yeah. well, you know, but it's like Hat Tricks. Hat Tricks. There's a place Louisville. called Yeah Hat Tricks. Yeah. Is in I went to Hat Tricks. Yeah. And did open mic, yeah. and like no one there cared that an open mic was happening. <laughs> like I, <laughs> nice. I start, I went off, I, I abandoned my material and started talking about how I should have just went up there and violently masturbated, <laughs> and like no one was even like caring that I was up there. That's, That's awesome. a good venue, actually. That's. Yeah. And and if you're yeah. if you're uh, if you go up there and do stand up, uh, they give you like a free beer and like nice. some free pizza. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that would be a great one to do just because like it's pretty close to food. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be mortifying. Like that's it's one a of real my accounts. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's one of my accounts. Oh, oh that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could do go. I'll anywhere go up there and talk want. shit. Well, I've got a. I, I have a. We have another a friend that's been thinking about doing open okay. mic too, and it'd be. It'd be perfect. Well, I don't know how. Like the more people there, the harder it is for the only us all why, to get on. The only but. reason why I say it's perfect is because it was it was legit. Yeah. Like right before the open mic, they were doing a live podcast on stage. Yeah, and then uh, oh wow! But like I saw four or five people do comedy for the first time ever that night, and that was yeah. recently, like a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. uh, there's enough people there paying attention to where it's like still like. A real open mic yeah but there was also like people there that were just trying to drink and didn't give up yeah. you know what i mean oh, yeah. like there were yeah. some bikers in the corner like yeah, laughing dude. and talking yeah it was like the per it was like the perfect first open mic yeah yeah. yeah let's do it <laughs> yeah. let's do it hat tricks that would be cool it doesn't have let to be there but yeah we should do it well let's set a date Oh, oh God! Here we All go! Right, here we go! <laughs> yeah, it's, this is good. Oh, you want to fucking do this? Yeah. You guys, you no, guys, no, no, for no. real See, about this? This is how my first time happened. It was like it I was can't like, believe we're you... setting a fucking date, and I was oh, just okay. like, okay, Jesus Christ! Oh, that that date is coming. See, I, we're we're kind of passing because you know, uh, you said that somebody egged you on, and yeah. like I'm trying to, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, trying yeah. to get us to egg him on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's confident. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Like his confidence. I love being on stage. I absolutely love being the center of attention. Okay, well, that asshole. You got. Yeah. Come, you try to. You got to come up with five minutes. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why I want to set a date. Yeah, I've got a lot of material, and I don't yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. But whenever I was about to do my first comedy thing, and I was utterly mortified and had no idea how I was going to do it, but I started. Whenever I started writing out my material and kind of was getting my jokes together, I would like time myself and read yeah. it. You yeah. know, I would like pace around the room and like read it, yeah. and I'll be like, okay, that's about five or six minutes. But it's nothing how it's gonna no, be. No, yeah, because you, get up you, there, you, you rush know? it. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. <laughs> or you forget like whole but still, entire sentences. But I, but still, that's what, yeah. That could be a good uh, yeah goal. You know what I was trying to do like when I first started. He's just gonna get up there and pull out his dick. I know, or he's gonna kill it, and we're gonna look like. We're gonna be like, God Dude, damn it! Why you like created a monster? You guys are gonna be psyching me <laughs> no, out. Be like, shit. Be like <laughs> yeah. listen, listen, it's, you're gonna suck. You just gotta get out there. Yeah, I get yeah, out there yeah. and just take yeah. over. Yeah, <laughs> watch like this everybody's shit. Everybody's like dying. Ten years from now, it's gonna be Blake World Tour. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm the bus driver. You're the fucking like tour manager. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like he's super famous, and we're nobody. Yeah, he's got like Bill Burr opening up for him. And then he's on a podcast. <laughs> he's on a podcast talking about how he got started. And yeah, like, yeah, exactly. These, we were doing a podcast, yeah. and these two idiots. Yeah, my dared fucking me. bus driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The tour bu- manager convinced my, me to do it. My bus driver challenged <laughs> me to do it. They totally dared me, and I was like, all right, I can do that. And now here we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who knew? Who yeah, knew? Here we yeah. are. <laughs> I have billions, and they have nothing. I never really wanted to do it. Who knew? No. What were you saying now? Oh, shit. Uh, sorry. Uh, I know. Um, this is going to be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot. When, what when are there open nights? We should open. even record. They're usually what on, nights? like, Sunday nights around here. Okay. Uh, usually Sunday nights. Sundays or Wednesdays, right? Wednesday. Um, I mean, it, it depends on the venue. I I'm going to record video of this shit, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to figure out when hat tricks is. What yeah. night was it? Sunday when you were uh, I don't remember what night yeah. they do it there, but... Right. It's, it's uh, not I'll a have big to night. It out it's because it's I, usually it's like a Sunday, Monday, night. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be very dependent on... The date is going to be very dependent on the visitation. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Like sure. We'll figure it out. So. Yeah, we can figure but it out. But that would be awesome to re- actually record it, too, and put that on the... Oh, fuck yeah. That would be cool. And then talk about it. And like, yeah. People will get the whole entire experience. Critique it. Like, Dude, that'd be, that's a good idea. That's a like, great yeah, fucking yeah, idea. Yeah, like that. Because, I mean, whether we bomb or not, just fucking. You've been, I don't give a fuck. You've been talking yeah. about, you've been talking really about starting either, a YouTube yeah. channel. I know. I'm that's still waiting to bomb. YouTube. And I'm yeah. not, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not saying that as like a ego thing. Yeah. I'm saying that because I haven't had that crushing like. Where I bombed so bad that I was gonna like I wanted to cry. like I've had bad yeah. nights I've had bad trust me yeah. I've stumbled over my words I fucked up yeah. but I haven't had that soul crushing like you bombed and people are booing you you suck no Fuck yeah me. I haven't had that either I want that uh, I hope it happens at this fucking <laughs> <laughs> that would be great be you're hard. a piece of shit <laughs> yeah Fuck you. <laughs> you, you get off a, the stage you pull, a beer bur- <laughs> you pull a, a bill a bill burr and just talk shit about the oh yeah the I just time. rail on him for ten minutes God that was awesome oh uh, yeah or I just Chris Farley off the stage onto a table. <laughs> <laughs> there's that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there there's a viral too. video. It was uh it's from like the nineties or the eighties where it's this guy and he's up there playing guitar and he, he's a, it's clearly an open mic and people are heckling him and he's just up there and like I think he like I think he, he ended up going to jail this particular night, but like mm-hmm. I think he became like kind of a famous like song sort of parody guy. Uh but it's this video, it's it's really, really old. Uh Let's see if I can find it. It's not that long, so it won't be boring while we're watching it. Last last episode we did, we watched uh, all these movie trailers. <laughs> it was quiet. Yeah, and then when I went back and listened to it, I was like, oh, that's like a minute and a half of silence while we're just watching it being like, oh, okay. we're just like, wait, well, why no. is that silence? The people can't hear? Oh, they, no, they, they can't, can't hear, hear it. Yeah, yeah and, like, okay. and sometimes uh, that's one thing I'm that's trying gotta- to get myself adjusted to is because if we do go on YouTube, one of the things we do a lot is play like songs you gotta, that we're not oh, licensed okay, yeah. to play, and um, you got to like that's give a commentary on, on what's what you're watching or what's going on. Yeah, off. I mean that that is kind of what we do every time. Is we we sort of pay tribute to it, but at the same time, it you know um, we're just pulling off hat tricks. Uh, Guitar up. comedian smash. What? Uh, Hold on. It's going to be on YouTube. So yeah, what is this, this video? Is it. All right. So this dude. Heckler uh, gets smashed by a oh, guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So this dude is like, uh, and, you know, once again, nobody's going to hear this but us. So it's clearly, or it's probably, it seems like an open mic or maybe like a like a early gig for this guy. 
I think he's pretty famous now. I don't know his name, but he's fa- he's infamous for this fucking video. Yeah. Um. So the crowd's heckling shit out of him. Uh. And I'll just I'll. That's all the build up it needs. Yeah. So he's getting onto the hecklers. He's threatening the crowd pretty much, and they're kind of laughing at it. Oklahoma is the okay state. Dude, yeah. Aaron Lewis just did this. Oh, really? He w- I'll tell you about it. Awesome. So he's not doing that bad, and this is the a longer video laughing, than I wanted yeah. to see. Like, the crowd's laughing. You, know, you can tell he's getting frustrated. There we go. That's the dude. Oh. There we go. Here we go. Get on up here, motherfucker. Oh, wow. He is about Should- to smash somebody's face in with this guitar. Boom. Oh. oh, he did it. We need security instantly. That is hilarious. And he's going to. The guy came at me. What no, I- I they're, think- they're, they turn against him. You see that? I think your career is over. You just smashed yeah. the only guitar you own. You I don't bastard. think his career is over. I think he's still kind of famous, like in like the in the South. And is that shit Roy like Orbison's that. dad? Who is that? That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Roy Orbison, dude. It's like you, Bill Hicks had sex with, with the uh, Roy Orbison. That's crazy. You, you guys didn't see the Aaron Lewis thing the past? No. Week? Okay. Yesterday and today, the whole internet is ablaze because Aaron Lewis has been raging on his crowds. And yesterday there was a video oh, that came yeah. out where he's telling everyone to shut up or he's going to leave. And he gets so pissed, he just storms out and everyone starts like booing. It's crazy. He's telling the whole audience. To just, God to there's a million the of them. Up. There's a million. Of, he's oh, been, like, he's raging been doing it. Oh, no. Poor guy. Oh, it's that. No, it's not that one. Nope. Okay. It's the, it's the fourth one. Yeah. He tells everyone to shut the fuck up and he's oh, getting all pissed no. and then he leaves. Aaron Lewis, what are you doing? Why do you have rattlesnake skin boots on? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, country. Country. So the snake skin? he's a country artist yeah. now. Incense burning in the background. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, he's still kind of... You can tell he's about to start show. playing a song he's been playing forever. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people want to see it. I like Sting when they first came out. It's just... Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Mud Shovel. But why, yeah, it's, much it's just funny that he cares so much. Dude, you're getting a massive paycheck regardless. Just yeah. fucking play this song. Nobody cares. Uh, no, you no, don't. You're already rich. Oh, so cringy. No, somebody told him yeah. to shut up. <clears throat> yeah, fuck you. I don't have to do this. Yeah. Then why the fuck are you there, Yeah, asshole? it's like we paid tickets so you could do this. That's like, that's uh. a... I'm he- I'm here yeah, gracing yeah, you yeah. with my presence kind of totally. statement. Oh no. And that <sighs> Whoa. Some people are with him, but uh, yeah. most of the people are against Dude, him. That was a great point you just said. I'm gracing you with my presence. Yeah. <laughs> Just let the, them do what they want to do. They paid yeah, to be there. Exactly. exactly. The yeah. drunk exactly. idiots want to talk. Fuck them. You get paid. Like, it's like I don't have to do this. <laughs> well, fuck you, asshole. Well, it's like you kind of do. Like that's why we paid to be here. I can under. I get it. He's exactly. trying to take himself seriously yeah. as an artist, but 
He's still getting a goddamn paycheck, regardless of if they pay attention or not. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not even being funny. He's just being mean. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, go yeah. up and play your fucking song. Yeah. If, just start if the playing. Crowd, if the crowd really wants to hear it, they'll shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. I was having a conversation while you strummed aimlessly between two co- power chords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No yeah. It's like, it's the <laughs> intro of the song. You haven't done anything that interesting yet. Like, we'll start listening once you start singing for sure, dude. Uh, that's what microphones are for. By the way, if you're not seeing this, he just as said we thank are, you to the people in my life for putting up with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's a he's big even, thing, too. He's, he's not, not even mic'd. in the mic. Yeah. He's just so people like. So, they, of course, they can't hear him. I don't know. Oh, I just think dude, he's being a little bitch. And he's getting <laughs> he is being a little bitch. He right is there. being a little bitch. I don't want to play another one. He is being you a little bitch. You guys don't shut up. You're not going to get. Play. If you yeah. he, he don't shut up, you can't hear the guitar. It's like, well, fucking well, plug it into the direct box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a what a fucking idiot, dude. Yeah, like that's poor, yeah. I, when I see I, I, Aaron, I, I don't want to say these days guy, when right. I see Aaron Lewis, I think of South Park. I'm a little bit country. <laughs> I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get I, Randy Marsh. I get rock and roll. <laughs> I get it. He's trying to have an intimate moment with yeah, the crowd, yeah, yeah. but like whatever, Aaron Lewis. If they're not into it, you can't dog you them can't. for not being into it. Yeah, I was like, wondering. Adapt. Yeah. I was curious what famous people were going to come up in this conversation. Yeah. We got Polly Shore, Aaron Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad we didn't bring up Trump. Yeah. No, we, we try to kind of steer away from yeah, politics. We really yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I was listening to your podcast, and I heard what you said about our Lord and Savior Trump. <laughs> I'm not happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't give we a just, fuck. Uh, yeah, we don't. Yeah. It's a... Uh, Fuck Anybody you, that knows us knows our political opinion. opinions, I yeah. think. I kind of try to keep mine sort of vague, and I think a lot of people uh, think I'm a certain way, yeah. but yeah. I'm not really. No, but it's, it's like the, the comedy is more in like in the, in the Trump stuff, you know? It's like, right. and that's my political like input as far as social media is. When I see something that's absurd or stupid or funny, that's when I post something political. Right. I'm not trying to be political. I'm just saying, like, look how stupid this fucking situation is. Yeah. And uh, people always take that as I'm anti-Trump. Or even, like, recently, because uh, uh, I've been I, I've been just posting. Uh, I haven't posted anything political, but some of the stuff I've been liking. Yeah. Like, with Facebook, like, people will see what you like, and people yeah. will see what you comment on. And uh, so now I'm starting to get this this kind of feedback that they're starting to think I'm more on the right it's like you know what that's perfect actually it's like i don't i don't like you to know anywhere where yeah I'm at. yeah like, exactly yeah I'm, i like to be super vague about it. i think it's they're personal on you both shouldn't sides. be you shouldn't be fucking advertising there exactly. are dumb people on both sides. oh yeah 100 percent. oh god you know? here we go politics well and, I, well and i was always growing up or i was always taught when i was growing up that like uh, i remember when ever uh bill clinton got elected it was like yeah. 92 i think yeah and all me and all my friends, like, cause politic, that was like a big political election. Like there was a lot of, it was one of those, they was throwing a lot of mud at each other and shit. Yeah. And so even so at like, you know, in like 92, I was probably, I was 12 years old, 11 yeah. years old. So even then, like, I was kind of like, who are you voting for? And me and all my friends pretty much ganged up on my dad. And we were like, who did you vote for? Who did you vote for? Cause Clinton had just won. And for some, you know, fucking 
ignorant reason, we all wanted Bush to win. Oh. Uh, even though, like, we were 11, and it's like, who fucking gives a fuck about our stupid opinion? You don't even know what that means. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, like, like, um, so we were like, who'd you vote for? And my dad was like, I'm not telling you guys. And we're like, oh, well, who'd you vote for? He's like, <laughs> I'm not fucking telling you. It's fucking personal. And I took that, like, uh, I still, still to this day, I don't think that people should be broadcasting that shit online. Totally. Yeah. It's yeah. a personal fucking thing. Because just like it's religion, like religion, you can't exactly. win. You can't exactly. win. Exactly. You can't. You're can't not going to change people's minds. You're just going to make them dig their heels in. And no one's truly right when it comes exactly. to politics. Yeah. Like on the abortion thing. I can see both sides of it. Just like too. with religion. I can, yeah. you know, I can see how somebody might want to be religious. I, maybe if I choose not. Yeah. You can't win with either subject. No. Politics, religion are known. Yeah. They're personal subjects. Yeah. I mean, you can. You can have a healthy, open debate and like talk about what your opinions are freely, but trying to debate somebody or whatever, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Dude. Do, do you guys know anything about the Green New Deal? Yes. Yeah. Have you read it? Yeah, uh, I've read some uh, of it. Yeah. Excerpts like from the media and stuff. Like they want to eliminate like air travel. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like it is that's pretty hilarious. unrealistic. I mean, yeah, that's uh, like we discovered airplanes and yeah, But the whole thing, the whole thing it. is like oh, it, they want to get it ratified <laughs> through from Congress to set goals. This is a goal we're going to set. Right. Yeah. But they don't ever say how to fix the problems. Yeah. Okay. You know? They're like they oh a uh, yeah. Here's the problem here, so we need to get rid of this. Here's the problem here, so we need to get rid of this. Here's the problem here, so we need to do this. But like, yeah. they don't ever line out how to do that. Yeah. Like updating every building in America. Yeah. Yeah. To be energy efficient, like they, no by like twenty twenty fifty or yeah, something. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Grandiose meat. ideas and yeah yeah no, like, no meat. You know what's what's dumb about that is. Who's going to pay for that? Yeah. Yeah. We are. I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't want my taxes higher to pay for my neighbor's house to be, you know, I got my own house to worry about. Damn yeah. socialist. Yeah. You yeah. know, dude, but I just, I just think it was funny because like, it's, it's like, we want Congress to set goals. Okay. Yeah. You, you Goals, goals are how you achieve things. But so what's that lady's name? Goals. Uh, uh, um, Alexandria. Yeah, they call her AOC. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. like Cortez. the champion of the yeah. left right now. Yeah, yeah millennial. Uh, that that yeah. that's honestly that's where like a lot of the stuff that because like I I can't stand some of the shit she says. She says some really yes. incredibly ignorant shit. Yes, and like that's where a lot of like the blowback where people are starting to think I'm more right wing now on Facebook because I'll comment on something that she said. And I'm like. This is that's com- that's completely irrational. Like well, it, what's what's so that's something a twenty nine year old would come up exactly. with. Exactly, you know uh, what I mean. What's interesting about like commenting on l- left or right, Democrat or Republican, is like you're automatically labeled as the opposite. Yeah, you know, if you agree with something that Trump says, you're you know you can be considered a racist. Yeah, you might as well be wearing a red MAGA hat. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you disagree, you know. Uh, with with you know AOC then you're obviously uh, a right wing extremist yeah 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 you know uh, uh, I don't yeah. know no 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 or this if you disagree with Trump you're automatically uh, a leftist yeah you know uh, um, what is what do they call them libtards uh, li- yeah you're a, a libtard snowflake. Yeah, yeah. snowflake snowflake yeah. yeah that's a good 
So, uh, so Trump tweeted about that Green New Deal. Oh my God! Yes. Okay, but it was sarcasm. Uh huh. But everyone thought that he was being serious, and oh, so the, God, the, the all of Twitter freaked out. Tweet, tweet, That was Trump and Twitter combined. Tweet, Trump tweet. He tweeted this. Trump tweeted this. I think it is very important for the Democrats to press forward with their Green New Deal. It would be great for the so-called carbon footprint to permanently eliminate all planes, cars, cows, oil, gas, and the military, even if no other country would do the same. Brilliant. <laughs> he posted that, and everyone thought he was being serious. And yeah, like, like he was for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. No, I voted for you. And but that's why I love Trump, because yeah. he's an asshole, and he doesn't give a fuck. Oh, you love Trump. Okay. So you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we here we go. Yeah. yeah well, I got a red hat with your name on it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you must hate black people. Yeah. 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 And Mexicans. Yep. 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 You, you just might get back from Chicago. Oh, or I got something. you pegged. You're gonna Brother. go start building the wall with your bare hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make someone else pay for it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I will say this is kind of on subject, but not really. You know, the whole PC culture. Yeah. Thing yeah. Of today. So I realized a couple of days ago how deeply. It had like seeped into my sores, subcon- pores subconsciously. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not PC. I'm a freaking want to be stand up comedian. You know, yeah. like I'm all for free speech. Yeah. Okay, so I I went to Medieval Times two nights ago. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I took my girlfriend there, and uh, I go to Medieval Times, and like I'm not political. I'm not PC. I'm not anything. Like I don't care. Yeah. But my, all my thoughts the whole time, like I'm thinking about writing a bit about all this, yeah. but. Like, for instance, right when I walk in, I seen a huge sign that said Lords and then a huge sign that said Ladies. Yeah. And I was just thinking about some triggered asshole walking in there and being <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. what about Lordies? <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, then, uh, yeah. and then I'm sitting there and I, I'm uh, checking out, like, the horses and they're totally, like, being enslaved. And they're a little bird yeah. with the mask on. Like, all these animals are being enslaved. And then I sat down and they put, like, a dead chicken carcass in yeah, front of me. Yeah. And I was just thinking about, like, some millennial and they're like, <gasps> yeah. This is a lovely room of death. Yeah, you know, just like co- <laughs> yeah, you know, like completely triggered. Yeah. Uh, how come none of the knights are, are late? How come none of the knights are women? Yeah. Like everything about medieval times is anti PC. Oh yeah, yes. it's the green knight a vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> there was no black people in the cast. <laughs> yeah, at yeah, all. True, I've been there. Yeah, the knights are guys. True. You know, the that's wenches awesome. are women. Yeah, I was just, everything that was happening. I was like, oh my god, how does this place exist? And yeah, like right that's now. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't see like uh, I want to write an article that something entitled something along the lines of like. Uh, medieval times is a like a PC nightmare ticking time bomb or something. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't believe some reporter hasn't gone there and been like I know and just been completely offended yeah. the whole time. What about especially Lordies? like because they serve you the half chicken, then they serve you like what they call the dragon fingers, which is just like ribs. I didn't get dragon yeah. fingers. You didn't get dragon fingers. No, this is bullshit. Dragon fingers. <laughs> I mean, the food there is fucking cheap. incredible. By they the dis- way, they discriminated me. They saw that I was overweight. And yeah. they didn't want to give me any extra food. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your article. <laughs> <laughs> I can write it. There you go. Yeah. No, but seriously, I was like, I'll share it. Yeah. 
<laughs> medieval times you're fucking up and, but yeah so it makes me want to like create in my head what a pc like medieval time because if you think about it not just the restaurant medieval times but actual medieval but times, literally medieval times is like the most anti-pc thing in the world <laughs> yeah. like just raping bitches class system yeah enslaving people <laughs> yeah. we fuck you know fuck other races yeah, race yeah, yeah. so yeah awesome. i don't know it's hilarious yeah <laughs> that would be good yeah yeah, because that is something that's kind of just completely flown under the radar because they advertise right when you walk in the door. It's like, this is set in the 16th century. Like, fucking, yeah. you know, use your yeah. imagination. Yeah. You're rooting oh, you, for a oh. night that you don't know, for fuck's sake. You got to root. You yeah. got to use your imagination. Trust me. Oh, yeah. They're not even real nights. It's like that scene in it's the Cable up. Guy. Yeah, you, oh, remember yeah. Cable Guy when they're at Medieval Times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, "Can I get a fork?" And she was like, "There were no forks at Medieval Times, therefore there are no forks at Medieval Times." Yeah. Would you like a refill on that Pepsi? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like I pick up my cup that they serve the soup in, yeah. and then huge letters on the bottom it says "Made in China." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all the uh, all the knights and the queen have like headsets. Yeah, on, yeah. You know, yeah. like it's Sennheiser just, made in Germany. Yeah, yeah. All the little yeah, all the little kids are waving around glowing uh freaking battery powered swords yeah like it's just it's awesome it's, yeah oh and then it got me thinking they got a about, refrigerated bar yeah yeah <laughs> it got me thinking about how like yeah imagine people from actual medieval times like if they would have known that someday their their culture would be bastardized into this crazy yeah. american like fucking weird yeah and we would fest. consider it entertainment when they're like fighting for their fucking exactly. lives and their property and shit you know? yeah yeah, that's crazy. We should make because if, if people are accepting of that, why wouldn't they be accepting of like, you know, uh, slavery times, <laughs> yeah. where like upon entrance, receive your own slave, <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. it's not, it, it's They'll not medieval food times, yeah, it's plantation times. <laughs> oh my god, plantation <laughs> times. Oh, that'd be We're so much hell. way more darker. Yeah, because. Oh, <laughs> Oh, slavery! I, I didn't even mean that, but yeah, it works. Yeah, no, like that would, uh, yeah, yeah. Medieval times, like s sadly, like medieval is a little bit lighter. Step up, God, children, and get your whipping either. sticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if your slave gets out of line, yeah. beat him, child. <laughs> Come and shame and flog the local bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the local bastard. The local bastard. Okay, by the way, while we were talking, I looked up the Hat Tricks open mic. It's every Monday. Every Monday. Okay. I can do Mondays. So you got to... I can do a Monday. You got to pick a Monday. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, that was a horrible segue, but... No. We should probably start I wrapping this I up. See, yeah, I see, I see yeah. we're, we're people looking at two and a half hours. What we've noticed is, like, after you get a past, like, two hours, this last, see, like, literally after two hours, uh, it drops off pretty immensely. The listener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this live? No, oh, okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but I think, like, um, I think, because just naturally, when we hit two hours, we start trying to wrap it up. Mm. And then, so it ends up being, like, what what kind of, like, we just did. I think there might be even a part in there where, like, well, okay, and then we kept going oh, yeah, for, yeah. like, another 20 minutes. What or? about April 22nd? April 22nd. January, February, March, April. Uh, I don't see why not. I, I'm going yeah. on. It's I'm, Easter Monday. I don't have anything until May. I got a tour in May, and that's. That's Earth Day. Oh, we're going perfect. on Earth Day. Yeah, perfect. You know what would be even, f would make this even more hilarious is if we challenged ourselves to where, like, one of us, 
all, all three of us has to do some kind of Earth like Day an Earth joke. Day joke. Like you have. That's to a do. good idea too. That's hor- That's a horrible. But that is because like, there's not a lot of shit that's funny no, we about Earth Day. It. And then we, on the podcast, we can <laughs> yeah. each say what our Earth Day joke Fuck was yeah. and what that's kind of reaction idea. it got. Yeah, I like. Oh my god, Earth Day joke. Yeah. Earth I've been needing to do like stand up again. Like That's I don't, horrible. I don't necessarily have the desire to, but You're I know dumb. deep down I need to do it some more. So. Let's do it. We're and doing I'm, it. And I'm a crazy obsessive asshole. I'll probably have done comedy like 30 times before that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are all about it, dude. Ever since you got back to Dallas, like I follow yeah. you on social media, and like, yeah, you, yeah. you've been killing it. Like I've done 40 something shows so far, and I'm a. Yeah. I'm, uh, this month is my or next month. Shows is, or open mics, dude. You know what? What that date you picked? That's yeah. pretty much my one year anniversary of doing comedy. Nice. Perfect. I've only been doing comedy one year in April twenty something. Perfect. Very cool. One year anniversary. We're gonna celebrate. Yeah, let's do, do that. I swear to God, That'd if one person awesome. brings up our challenge on the internet, yeah, I'm fu- we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. But we're doing it regardless. Uh, we're doing it. Regardless. I want to see somebody. I think we like, should do it. Like, I want to see somebody call Blake out on the internet and be yeah. like, Blake, you're fucking doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's gonna call me out. You know why? No one, and I mean no one fucking uh, uh responds or anything to our shit they just like it they're like yeah it's cool yeah no, yeah fuck that i'm gonna uh, we have, we're trying to get people to write us emails forever i'm gonna right. hype your guys shit trust me you're gonna get awesome. some people i have uh i have some uh stalker no i have some fans <laughs> that yeah, well, yeah. We, look, we like stalkers yeah we don't mind them pass yeah. them off this is gonna yeah. be awesome so yeah, we're fucking we, doing it. We yeah. do got to wrap it up. We yeah. April twenty second. That's the day everybody come out to hat tricks. <laughs> yeah, April twenty second. Wow, and yeah. watch me. That might be bad, but yeah, like, no. So well, I, yeah. That's another thing about stand up is weird too. It's like you don't want to promote your shows necessarily. No, you're like, I don't yeah. want anyone to. come I know. See yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get nervous. Well, when I started kind of doing it around Denton, like all my Denton friends were like. Let me know when you do it again. I'll no. come out and see you. It's like I don't want you to do come out and see me. me. It's kind of fucking embarrassing. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like do good. Yeah, it's like I'm just I'm in the like the rehearsal stage. Like, and, I yeah. haven't even written a and song. And my jokes yet. suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lottery. I think it's random. But I hope to God I go after you, Blake, so I can fucking talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what was you're up not, with that guy? You're not, you're not joking at all. <laughs> That'd be like, perfect. Yeah. That guy, he sucked. We made him uh, do that. Yeah. That was a no, no, I that first that. I night. That. that first night I did stand up. One of the coolest moments of that was like one like a veteran comic came up to me and he was like, "Dude, that one bit that you had, like if you work on that, that could be That's awesome. awesome." Yeah, yeah see? and and I was just like, that was all I needed. That was just that enough to make me keep going. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, if you work on that one bit, it could be really great." And then he recommended a book to me called the Comedy Bible. That's awesome. And I I read the Comedy Bible. A lot of it is like if if you kind of been. I don't know about you, but I, I'm like kind of self-taught like musically and everything like so yeah. uh, like a lot of the stuff when I was reading it, I was like, oh, I kind of already figured that yeah, out. Yeah, like yeah. like writing everything down. But it's still stuff like reinforces. That. But it's kinda, good to know it. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that she uh, said about it. Um, oh, God damn it. I totally lost my train of thought. Motherfuck. But but yeah, the comedy Bible, it's a it's a decent book. Motherfuck. I'm trying to trip. You're talking about open mic and somebody. Giving uh, you advice and give me advice. Your bit was really good. Really good. Come yeah, cool story. Uh, something in the I'm book. Just I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's something in the book. Uh, Fuck. Hey, we're gonna get Blake to do this. Uh, yeah, it's gonna happen. I'll remember it and uh, say it next time, maybe. <laughs> He's gonna, don't chicken out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Anyways, I'm gonna anyways. purposely try to bomb. I'm gonna write the worst Earth joke. Earth Day joke you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be a good challenge. Earth Day, that more like not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. What is it, the birthday of the earth? I swear to God, Blake's going to get up there and murder. I know. I'm going to drag a uh, gas-powered uh, uh, generator on stage. And j- I'd like, I'm going to have it running the whole five minutes yeah. and just spewing out fumes and <laughs> shit. And at the end, I'm going to turn off and just say, yay, Earth Day. Yeah, happy Earth Day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> happy Earth Your Day. Your mic's like running off the power coming yeah. off the generator. <laughs> Earth Day. <laughs> oh, can I... Can I do a quick plug and then we can yeah, get the fuck out of here? Yeah, absolutely. In case anyone listened all the way till how long has this been? Uh, about two and a half hours. Two, two hours, 20. 21 oh, minutes. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just going to say, my name is Noah Shark Robertson. Not Robinson, but Robertson. Robert. Yeah. If you're interested in anything related uh, to Shark World, as I call it, yeah. just <laughs> Google my name and you will find it. Noah Shark Robertson. I've got comedy. I've got stupid-ass videos. Yeah. Uh, I run uh, two independent record labels, Swimming with Sharks Records and Zombie Shark Records. Great bands. Um, what else? Uh, check out Jeffrey Nothing, the band, the lead yeah. singer from Mushroomhead. Check out Junk, fronted by actor Billy Blair. Uh, go watch Shower Sharks and tell me how horrible it is on the internet. <laughs> and go Shower watch Windy Sharks. City Heat. Yeah, Windy yeah. City Heat. Windy yeah. City Heat. <laughs> I really want to watch that now. Yeah. I really want to watch I remember it when now. it was on the air. I remember watching it. That, that shit was hilarious. They is it is it a show or is it a movie? It's a movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a full Hollywood. Yeah. You can watch it. Central played it for It's a on YouTube. While, yeah. yeah. Somebody put the whole movie on YouTube. Yeah. Fuck it, yes. it is, I'm yeah. watching that shit tonight. It yeah, is hilarious. It will change your life. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, all right, well, let's wrap right. this up. We're two and a half hours yeah. in. Uh, what was it? 42. Episode 42. Episode 42. Yeah. I'm honored. Thanks. This is my Thank first podcast. This is my first podcast. You broke my Fuck podcast. Yeah. And I'm obsessed yeah. with podcasts, so this is like cool to do. Very nice. Yeah. Well, now You now should do I your own, man. Do yeah, like, you should. Yeah, like, uh, I, I can't talk to anyone. That's all right. Here I can't go. talk in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing comedy. Yeah. I have this weird fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless I have a microphone. No, I'm just kidding. I can, I can Yeah, no. No, they're easier than you would think. And but like I we we, we have kind of a more of a long form one with like we just we just go as long as we can. But I mean, you could fucking a half hour. I'm coming back. You don't have any choice. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Awesome. No, I'm April just 22nd. We, we, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We should do it. Yeah. No, no, no. It has to be done. Yeah, cuz I I need to do stand up again. Well, All right. okay, I've been neglecting, so neglecting it. That yeah. Monday, we will do the open mic night, and that Friday, we should do. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, that's a great idea. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So it's still fresh. Let's do it. Yeah. For sure. Cool. All no, right. Yeah, we got a show. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's wrap this up. All right. All right. Uh, for the fifth time, yeah. 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 Thanks All for right. coming on, Noah. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Totally awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm Blake. I'm Billy. The Fabled Broadcast. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Yes. I win.